Wait, hold on. Now they can hear us. There we go. Welcome, everybody. Thank you very much. This is the problem. We don't have a producer, so I Don't give to, you that look. I forget to unmute things. You can go fuck yourself. I yes. know. So Sean just totally, did a, totally Sean just did a totally asshole thing. Sean Unpre- is an insensitive I, bastard. It was, yes, that was insensitive. insensitive but it was not Totally insensitive bastard move. Rick. It was not Total insensitive bastard move. I'm sorry. You, you should be. You should I be. am definitely sorry, because I was like, I thought you... All right, let's go. So something funny happened just a minute ago. Oh, it wasn't no, funny. No, no, it's no, no, not no. funny. Something funny didn't happen, and then Sean well, yes, just so completely turned wrench. And, and, uh, Sean was just the biggest dick of all time. For not like, intentionally. No <laughs> reason whatsoever. It was completely unintentional. But it's it was like, supposedly. I was, like, oh, I was injecting drugs in my arm, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. All right, Kermit. <laughs> oh, fucking fantastic. That was great. I love it. I absolutely fucking yes, love it. I am sorry. That Thank was, you, Sean, that for doing big, that. That was, was a big fuck up on my end. That was fucking fantastic. Thank you, buddy, for that. That was great. Oh, fuck you. No. No, it fuck was. you. No, fuck you. Fuck okay. you. Oh, like back in the day when you were in fifth grade. Fa dash Q. Fa Q. And then teachers couldn't fa be like, what Q. is that? I'm like, it's just fa la 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 Q. That's true. Bitch. That's how that went. And Sean knows this. He was there. He lived it. I did. All right. So uh, sorry for the delay. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, as usual. And um, a phone call that was a little personal. Yeah, because uh, my, my computer decided to restart. And, and then there was a personal phone call. Uh, we would have been it. on about, okay. you know, uh, it would have been about 12 minutes ago that yeah. we would have been on. Yeah. Maybe a little but, th- 14 you know, minutes ago. Got a call. But then, you know, we had to. So. Keith had to handle a personal call, which Sean stepped all over Fucking and shit. totally made inappropriate comments like at the wrong time. Ins- uh, but he, in Sean's, in Sean's defense, I really do believe he didn't know what he was saying as he I said I mean, it. I'd like to hope so. so You're we, a piece can, of shit. Can we, can we just give like the listen, Cliff Notes version of the story real quick? Listen. So my dad called. Uh, <laughs> Fucking hell. Go long, ahead. Longtime dog of his just passed 17. 17 year old pooch. What kind of pooch? It was a Yorkie. Oh, man. So you know how that goes. That's yep. just like the house dog. I know. My, my parents' Yorkies, she's, she's no. blind and getting weird no. and stuff, too. So so, uh, so, so Keith so, gets so a call. So as, as we're talking, we're just talking about other stuff that's we're going on. Getting ready to come quick. on the show. Getting ready to come on the show. And in the middle of, you know, conversation, Sean's like, all right, let's go. You know, his dad. No, no, no. So, so Keith <laughs> is talking to his dad. His dad's explaining to him, like, yeah, you know, not doing too good, man. I, You know, I, I came home. The dog's not here. First time in 17 years. You know, this is a long time. It's, it's, and, you know, his dad's basically, you know, telling him, like, I'm, I'm hurting right I'm hurting now. right now, and Sean's just this like, is I'm my ready dog. to start the show, bro. I just had to, put my, I had to put my dog down, and he's got him on speakerphone. And, you know, Keith had addressed the previous, you know, prefaced the phone call with, you know, hey, uh, I'm, what's up? I'm, I'm on the radio. What's up? And he goes, yeah. you know. And so then this, this conversation takes place. We find out what the phone call is pertaining to, and, you know, like, hey, how you, know, you doing? peace, Conway. You know, how's it, how's like it going to be? like, Sean over here. And Keith's dad's like, not good, man. Not good. Not doing very good right now. And yes. Sean, and then out of nowhere, Sean, and like, and, you know, it sounds like the phone call is like about to start wrapping up and we're like a tad late getting started. And I'm just sitting here like just kind of waiting patiently, me, because I'm like, you know, this is a big deal. You know, someone just is calling to tell you that they just put their dog down, man. That's a big fucking deal. And Sean just goes, all right, let's go. Like the most best part about it was <laughs> I look up and Joey straight up like, oh. I look at Sean, and I'm like, I'm doing, like, the hands. I'm like, whoa, whoa, easy. Where's, what, what's the rush, cowboy? And, and Sean's like, what? And I'm like, chill. Like, let it go. He goes, no, you said let's go. Let's go. 
And he like keeps going with it. Meanwhile, Keith Keith's dad's on speakerphone hearing all this. Hopefully he didn't catch it. But Probably it was not. Keith I, looks I at Sean, I, I look at Sean. I feel bad, okay? Thank you. No, I legitimately do. I thought I you know, the, the guy is obviously upset and sad, of course. We we've all had pets, we've all lost longtime pets. It's it's sad. I'm trying to like let Keith talk to his dad. I'm not minding my own business and to it. Sean says he heard, let's go. I Sean heard voices. I, Dead ass serious said. I thought Joey said, "All right, let's go." And I was like, "All right, let's go." And then and we all just and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, what? And you're like, everyone's like, "Take it easy, my man." And, you're on the phone and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh no, I'm an so, asshole. Know, you know, shout out to pops and Conway and yeah. the household. So yeah. Uh, so so we start off the show with out. me being a complete piece of shit, just inconsiderate yeah. bastard. That was hilarious though. Well, it was, it was hilarious. It was a for dark moment that turned into a good. It moment. was yeah. It was so. a, it's a, it was a, it's one of those phones. That, I like would never. Obviously, as somebody who owns a pet, my parents, my parents, Yorkie is thirteen, gonna be fourteen yeah, this right. year. Like not that far. Yo, behind. Pete's is gonna be nine. I know. Bro. Like, it, nine. it is the literal worst part of owning any pet, dude. Is is when that pet's life ends because there's nothing. No matter how many times you go through it, like I remember, like when my in laws had to put down their shepherd a couple, yeah. uh, like two years ago. And I went, you know, you go, we, we, me and the wife, we drop by the house to say goodbye. And there's nothing that prepares you for that. Like, you think it's going to be like, okay, JJ, like, bye-bye, I love you. Like, I'll see you no. on the other side. No, I'll jacked up. Nope. No, it's just like, and then you got to go to work and you're like, damn, fuck me, dude. Like, that Listen, ruined my day uh, way more than I wanted Goldberg, it to. Goldberg, bro. That was Goldberg. Berg was the man, bro. I, I remember sitting at your fucking, your first apartment. Liberty Street, yeah. On Liberty Street and picking him up and putting him in my lap. Dude, he was just a girthy meatball. And I would just Bulldog. rub his belly. Oh, I would just rub his know. belly and he would do the snorts. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Tommy Chang went by one oh, night. Yeah. It, was a, it was freaking awesome. Um, but anyhow, farts would clear out of bed. But yeah, it's, room, it just yeah. sucks, dude. And then, and, and the worst part about us as humans is that like we experience the pain of losing a pet, a companion that someone that we've bonded with and love like that hard because, and then we, the first thing we do is like, okay, we lose the pet and it takes about a month or two. And then all of a sudden, like five, six months later, you're like, yeah, it's kind of lonely around here. You want to get another one? And it's like. No, not yet. Like you're still, you're still, yeah, in, went, you're still experiencing the trauma from putting the first one down, but then immediately you're like, okay, but we could get a puppy. Dude, from my shepherd to to Goldberg was a good four or five year span. I am I am from, dreading from Goldberg dreading to the Petey, day we have to put Lana. Down. Dude, from Goldberg to Petey was a good five years as well. Yeah, you got a long time. You know. Oh, I know I got a long time, but a long time is never that long of a time. Yeah, yeah. and it's not. I'm hey, not, you never know, bro. Like, and, and honestly, I'm not dreading it for myself. I, I'm dreading it for the other people around me, and that's the hardest. Yeah, and that's you're gonna the, see Dick the, Joey, the biggest part of it. But uh, anyhow, well, so there's some other to, sad news for so, Sean and a fan base around here. Yes, well, there is. You know. okay. Speaking of it's sad okay. news, we'll get into bitter. we'll get so into other Julian sorrow doesn't fucking matter to you. Yeah. Sean Bitter. Okay, let's go. <laughs> He's like, I want to cry about uh, my jewels, imagine, man. Imagine if that was like my real, my real reaction. I'm like, I don't give a shit about nothing. I lost Julian Edelman. Did you guys say Julian Edelman retired? <laughs> Fuck all your pets, man. Julian Edelman. Uh, so we'll talk about Julian Edelman's retirement. Uh, we'll prospect on some of the stuff that he where he's going. Uh, we'll get into a little bit. Uh, I do want to talk, touch on Mike Florio's comments about it today, too, which were completely asinine off the wall. Um, mm. In typical dickhead Mike Florio fashion. I was going to say, mm, right, right, up his <laughs> yeah, right up his way. He's such a fucking loser. It doesn't even matter. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into... Um, We'll get into MLB. We'll get into the NBA. Uh, the, my Lakers just wiped the floor with the Nets the other night without AD and LeBron. So 
you know. Kyrie got the toss with Schroeder. Uh, Jamal Murray uh, done for the year in Denver. That, that sucks. So basically the Lakers can now sleepwalk to the well, finals. Well, it's just the Lakers and the Jazz now at this point. I just want to say, I just, I just want to say, like you know, I was having this conversation with one of our, one of our, our hardcore listeners earlier today uh, on social media. Yeah, I just want to, I just want to pat myself on the back for being so ahead of the curve on the Nuggies and how good they are. Um, that was last year, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I picked them to go to the Eastern no, Conference, Nugget, the Western Nuggets Conference Finals, good. and they did. And everybody laughed at me when I said they. No, won. I didn't laugh at all. And uh, well, you didn't. You, no, you doubted it. You doubted I, oh, it because doubted everybody, it. because everybody was like, "No, it's gonna be the Clippers." Well, I honestly I thought the Mavs were. Gonna get there. Well, when they got uh, what's but then when uh, when from, uh, when uh, Doncic got hurt, it was like, mm, all right, well, yeah. And they uh, what's it, the what's the kid's name there from uh, the uh, the Knicks that they traded for? Um, Jesus fucking Christ, Joe! I've been doing this all day. Word retrieval has not been my my biggest thing. The kid they traded for last year, yeah. Oh, um, Hadaway Junior. No, the Russian. Oh, Porzingis. 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 Yeah, yeah. Thank you. God, Jesus. Well, they Christ. did trade for Hardaway Junior too. So that's yeah, no, no, I know. Word retrieval. The if unicorn. I, if I have trouble recalling shit today, I, I swear to God, it's because I didn't drink last night. Porzingis uh, sucks, though. No, nah, Porzingis is actually pretty good, dude. I don't know. Porzingis is nice. He's a double double. I think he's just okay. Oh, <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I heard something. I'm like, what do I hear? And then I yeah. looked, and I was like, there's nothing there. Okay. Hi, <laughs> love. Good job, Lauren. Hi, cat. Love you. Watch your mouth. Sean's an inconsiderate bastard. Watch your mouth. (laughs) Sean's an inconsiderate bastard. One more minute. My wife just came came upstairs to tell you you're an inconsiderate bastard for rushing. I said that. No, no. I said, did you know Sean was an inconsiderate bastard? Don't you do it. Say it. Say it. You shut that door. I'll lean the mic that way. (laughs) Why don't you use more curse words? Yeah, Lauren, you're on borrowed time. Um, so <laughs> you know, after 30 seconds, it gets real weird. Real weird. So we got uh, we got two weeks to the draft. Ooh. The NFL offseason continues I told to you roll it's on. Not, it's next Thursday. I messed up. It's not this. It's, it's not this Thursday. It's next Thursday. It's not next Thursday either. I thought it was the 23rd. No, it's no, it's the 30th. Oh, it's the 30th. Like two and a half weeks. The 30th's a Friday, so it's the 29th. Uh, don't worry, Pat. We were very late tonight, 28th, too. 28th, 29th. And if you missed the beginning of the show... I thought it was the 22nd like and 23rd. My no, bad. It's, it's 30th. It's the 30th. All right, um, so it's two weeks from Thursday. So uh, for those of you who want to listen uh, listen to the show live but don't want to tie up your phone through Facebook and have to uh, you know, use your uh, use Facebook Live, you can go to uh, the link I pinned at the top, the audio-only stream. Uh, www.mixler.com backslash joey-fats m-i-x-l-r.com backslash joey-fats you can go there you can listen to the live you can listen to the audio live uh, I'll be posting the audio uh, as soon as we get off the show within about uh, an hour after the show will be uh, it'll be up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well uh, also on our YouTube channel at Row on Seat One uh, so you can check it out there and uh, in the next coming weeks when we start the second show when the Monday show does finally kick off which we've uh we're we're hitting some setbacks here. We're getting there, but we want to make it right. So we're we're not going to roll anything out that's going to be garbage. Uh, but when we do start the Monday night show, we're uh, we're going to be live on Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the whole you night. name it. You name it. We'll be live on it, and you'll be able to catch us on there. Uh, and then we will be uh, hopefully the the construction of the Row One Seat One Podcast Network. Uh, will be well and underway, and we'll be filling that up with a whole bunch of other fun stuff. Like Big Boy. Uh, but like, again, all day. if you want that audio-only stream right now for this current live show, www.mixler.com backslash joey-fats. You don't have to download the app. You can just listen in your browser if you want, but we do encourage you to download the app. You can get our show reel, every show we've ever done, all 300, and I think this is number six. 
Uh, and you can go back and listen to everything. I don't encourage you to go back too far. Um, it was crap. Um, but no, I'm just kidding. But uh, go back. Listen it was to definitely it. different. It was different. It was different. It wasn't crap. It was different. I shouldn't say crap. The sound quality might have been a little off. There's like a weird hum in a lot of the old ones because the old mixer we used to use had this like, like underneath it. Maybe. It was just really weird. It's like a white Um, noise. It was white noise. That's what it was. But uh, we'll get into the Masters and Hideki Matsuyama dominating or not dominating. Yeah, he pretty much dominated day one and day two. Almost fucked up at the end. Almost. Is that your dad texting you like, who's that dick? I wish it was. Yeah, no. I really wish it was. No, he, he has every right. He would have been like, "I guy's a piece of shit." I'd be like, "Yeah, you're right." That would have been awesome. Uh, but we'll get into we'll get into the we'll get into the Masters as well. But first, let's talk about uh, Sean. Let's talk about your boy, uh, Julian Edelman. Which boy? Your Julian Edelman. He finally takes. He finally decides to hang it up and uh, call it a career. Well, let's not start off there. Let's start off with Keith breaking the news to me that the Patriots released him, and I said, "Hold the fuck up." <laughs> Was my first reaction because it's hold the fuck. Oh. Instantaneously, when a Patriot gets released like that, my first thought is that son of a bitch is going to Tampa. Immediately, I was like, "Yeah, no, yeah, you. I was, I was like, <laughs> I'm at work. I'm like, I'm like, I hope he's not fucking with me." And I'm scrolling through Twitter. I'm going through Facebook, and I'm like, "God damn it!" It's like it's a it's a failed physical designation. And I'm like, "This is some bullshit excuse they can get out of the contract." Oh my! I was so pissed off. And then all of maybe 19 to 20 minutes later. He releases a video saying, basically, it was procedural. I knew about it. I'm okay with it. I'm retiring. Love it. Totally happy. I feel a lot I'm just lot glad better. I gave you that roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> I was big mad. It was so kinda, great. Kind of like the one he just gave you? Yes. I mean, there was no roller coaster. We, I was just more like, wow. Yeah, it was just more like, like, wow, dick. I'm going like, wow, to you with this, uh, this shank I made. Um, well, out of the piece of wood that stabbed you? You <laughs> yes. fucking deserved it, you prick. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that little prick, huh? I deserve it all tonight. <laughs> but um, but no, that was great because I, I literally was like, ah, sorry, Sean. Jules is done. And you were like, ah, fuck you, Keith. And then I was like, he's retired. You're like, ah, all right. I can't be that bad. Yeah, no, I was. I was when, he, when he said, I'm retiring a Patriot, I'm like, all right, we cool. When I saw released, my eyes went. Mm. And I was just staring at my phone like, I better not see, like, sign with Tampa Bay on nah, a one-year deal. His, his knee was done, man. Well, Come uh, on. But they've been saying that for three years. Yeah, and what did he, what'd you get out of him last year? Like five games. Why? Oh, no, I understand Oh, because that. his knee was done. No, yeah. I understand that. And then, um, like you said in this video, you know, he's rehabbed the shit out of it since last year, all the way through this year, and he's had very little, like, bounce back. He says he's seen, like, very little improvement, which was not shocking for someone that has bone-on-bone. Uh, injury and no cartilage in his knees, and he's gone through several knee surgeries on both knees. So, hey, hell of a career. Loved it. I think I think he's one of the, the top three Patriot wide receivers of all time. So, I really can't hate it right now. Can't hate it. Plus, you know, Super Bowl MVP for the last Super Bowl they won. I just did something, and I don't know how to get rid of it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't even know what you did. It's not going to affect the show, but oh, there's... Who cares? Um, I, I do, MVP. because it's in my way. Oh, oh. <laughs> Super Bowl MVP and then three Super Bowl victories. I mean, and you can make the I can make an argument that if Julian Edelman played during that Eagle Super Bowl, we maybe would have won that game. Doubtful, because maybe. there was no defeating Big Dick Nick that night. You shut the hell up! I said maybe. Remember, I, 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 I knew the I knew the Eagles were going to fucking roast that game when when uh, I said when they were going to N- win. Nelson Aguilar and I forget the other receiver like were running a crossing route and they dapped up in the middle of the route and they were like, "What's up?" And then Aguilar was like, "What's up?" And caught it, and he was like, sup, 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 sup. 
And, I'm a, I'm a and then that's basically it. And then Big Dick Nick was just like, what's up? Yeah, well, that was like the most highest scoring, yes. like, uh, bullshit game of all time. Oh, oh, Jared, we can totally talk about the Turtle Boy Ratchet Tourney. I don't know what that means. So, uh, well, we'll get into that. Yes, Jared, put a pin in that. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, do you guys, do you want to play the, uh, let's, the let's, montage? Let's play the video here. We've got the video for uh, the Julian Edelman retirement video. It's what, pretty the cool. whole video? Yeah. It's like three minutes. So what? Okay, that's fine. It's for the. Sean's like, I'm going to love uh, it. Is he not worth Wait, it, listen, Sean? If the table starts to Sean, levitate, we know why. I'm shocking. I'm shocked that we're going to pay a three minute pay I'm pro Patriot. I'm shocked. That we're gonna play a pro pay. This is Listen, bullshit. It's not gonna I'm... finish, is it? It's gonna be something you've already fucking doctored in the video <laughs> and shit like that. Or in the middle of it, you're gonna put like a dildo like flying across the screen or some shit. <laughs> that would have been really fucking funny. Still a little out of my wheelhouse. I'll get there though. Uh, no, but this is this is Patriots porn. This is what you people like, right? Oh, I love this shit. But I, I don't. Mean, I don't believe you're actually playing. This is the kind of shit you find on Bumble. He so believe... I'm doing it. I'm doing it for the people, Sean. I'm doing it for the people. Not for me. Definitely not for me. Nothing in my career has ever come easy. And with no surprise, this isn't going to be easy either. Now, I've always said, I'm going to go until the wheels come off. And uh, they finally have fallen off. Due to an injury last year, I'll be making my official announcement of my retirement from football. It was a hard decision but the right decision for me and my family. And I'm honored and so proud to be retiring a Patriot. There are a million people I have to thank. Mr. Kraft, the Kraft family, learned so much from you guys on and off the field. Coach Belichick, giving me the opportunity. I always love you for that. My teammates have gone to war. We've lost some, we've won some. You guys will always be my brothers. To all my coaches that I played under, I appreciate all your insight, all your hard work, all your knowledge. To the entire Patriots organization, from the meal ladies, to the people that clean up after us, to the people in the hallways, the training staff, the strength staff. We share so many awesome memories that I'll never forget. And of course, my family. You guys have always had my back. 
It's been the best 12 years of my life. It's hell of a run. And I can't forget you, Patriot Nation. You guys have welcomed me and my family to a region we do not know, we didn't know. But now, I'm one of you. I'm gonna leave you guys with two words. Foxborough, forever. So hell there, of a story. there you have it. It's been yep. a hell of a story. Hell of a. A hell of a story. He's been saying that since like 2016. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good video. Yeah. We skipped a, I, I, We skipped the part where he gets beamed up for some reason. That he just like a he loves like sketching. I didn't get that part. I mean, maybe somebody they, that must have been like an inside jokey thing because I didn't get it. He loves all. Those, Beam me like, up, Scott. No, he loves doing like all those skits with like. Beam Dollar. me up, Scott. With uh, Amendola in the off season and shit like that, like they made one as like they were like Vice City cops and they do all kinds oh, of skits like yeah, that. Yeah, that's shit. right. So they, they go through different things. Like that, yeah. yeah. So he just you know did a Star Trek thing where he was like he's going back to his planet. Like that was like a joke that he's from another planet at one point. I mean, it's... what is he, Little Wayne? I am a Martian. I am a Martian. Oh, please don't do that. Don't ruin it for me. I make songs with Katy Perry and then I go have sex with Nicki Minaj. Does he really? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Zipping them my thither. <laughs> That's okay. First of all, that was three six. Don't ever fucking disgrace three six like that again by incorporating. I mean, let's be real. Wayne, Wayne did have a run. Yeah, from oh, like yeah. 05 to like oh four to like oh seven. I feel oh, like I'd Wayne, say I'd say before that speaking, Wayne was nasty. Nah, because like the like drought squirrel. three. We've gone over this. The drought three when he rapped over everybody else's beats was Wayne's best work. The squirrel. But yes, yes, squirrel. This is a huge trend of squirrel. DJ Minnie. We're talking about a squirrel, and fre- then we squirrel fre- off the whole fre- thing. Fre- yeah, remember, fre- not, remember, like, a, Gino's days, puffing on a pita. Oh, my God. Then blue and yellow, purple. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, 2003, dude. That so. Was, that was that was my senior of high school, I think. So what do the two non-Patriot fans think about? Edelman. Like, everyone's going to know how I feel about Edelman. Oh, we know. We saw you tearing up in the video, and the table there started levitating. Goes my hero. <laughs> song comes on. If you don't know the song, fuck you. I know the song. Okay, we, we're we very familiar with the I song. I hate the song. Really? I like the Foo Fighters. Yeah. It's my least favorite Foo Fighters hit, but it's still a good but that's song. But, like, the song's just, like, trash. I mean, I'm just using the chorus. I just like the song. If you would have, if you would have ripped out like Enrique Iglesias, I would have been happy. Like, let me be your hero, baby. He's working on his high notes. I know. I'm just saying. He's been he's been taking vocal lessons. No, Um, that shit. So no, look. I mean, from a career lifelong Patriot hater, and you know when Welker came to Denver, it was like Chuch. Uh, and then they replace him with this fucking weird quarterback, ex quarterback from Kent State. And it was like, and it was like, oh yeah, fucking white guy in the Patriots. Yeah, no shit. And then he like, became one of the greatest slot receivers we've I ever seen. Honestly, can't say like I love, and and I'll say this: I respect the fucking hell out of Julian Edelman's game. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of like a five foot eleven Ed McCaffrey. Like that's the kind well, you, of no, he, he was took. a he was a gamer. Like, he, he, was, was, he was the ultimate gamer. He was, and he made he, but he took hits. Mm-hmm. That most mortal men would not be able to get up from. That hit he took from Camp Chancellor. Was it Camp Chancellor or was it Earl Thomas in the Super Bowl? When Cam. he was, it was Cam. clearly it was Cam. fucking yeah, concussed. Cam. Oh, yeah, he got knocked the fuck out. And they should have stopped the game, pulled him out, and they should have, you know, and they went on to score the touchdown like yep. four plays later or whatever it was. But, like, yeah, he, he reminds me of, 
Ed McCaffrey is obviously he's my favorite wide receiver of all time. He reminds me like Ed used to get up, used to take those just absolutely hellacious hits, get up, crack his neck, and just go back to the huddle like nothing happened, and then go back and do it again. Mm-hmm. Edelman did the same thing, and I respect the fuck out of guys that do that. He he was one of the few guys that was he wasn't a big bodied dude. Nope. He didn't have a lot of meat oh, on his bones. 5'10? He wasn't tall. It was right. like I'd say like he was like he was like five ten, like two twenty five. No, he was not two twenty. I don't think he was two twenty five. No, he weighed in at like two twenty five. No, he did I think not. I think his plane weight was like two fifteen. He absolutely did. He did. Look it up. He is right here. Did not weigh uh, 5'10", 198. Yeah, I was gonna say. He Dude, did he got to like two twenty five. I'm like, man, maybe his earliest career. He's like two twenty five. Yeah, when he came he out, he did as a not weigh two twenty five at five ten. He would have been a running back. He yeah, he, out, he, that boy was thick. Yeah, boy, thick. He was not that jacked ever. But anyway, no, he was never jacked. He was just thicker. It was it was not muscle at two twenty five. All right. All right, maybe he was chunky, whatever. Yeah, I said was, Penn State. He was carrying a little extra, you know. <laughs> That's fine. He had to switch positions. Well, I mean, the thing, the biggest thing that you say about Edelman for me, it, yep. it, you can't even talk about what he did in the regular season. The dude was a completely different person when the playoffs came around. Absolutely. As soon as it was like, oh, we're in the playoffs, okay, good luck trying to cover me. I'm going to get wherever the fuck I want to be. And, yeah. that and he, a, he would just find open space. And how many times did you know, all right, Gronk's hurt, all right, all they have is Edelman out there. And he still caught 10 balls. Just double balls. team him. And they're like, you always, you'd be like, how do you let, like, me as a Patriots fan, I'm like, thank God for Julian Edelman. But, like, as I've heard Joey say it many times, like, against the Falcons, how the fuck did that guy catch that with three guys on him? That was lucky bullshit. But then that lucky bullshit always happened with Edelman. It was like, he made that ridiculous catch against the uh, against the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Three guys cover him. That should have been deception. He made the goal line catch against the Seattle defender. He ran the exact same play three times in a row and beat the guy three times in a row. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's like, is it luck or is it good playing and is it just hard work? No, it's just knowing it works. I mean, it's... it's, He's never going to be... The thing, I mean, Belichick obviously is the greatest coach for putting you in your strengths. Dude, Belichick's comments about him, by the way, it's like he was talking about his own son. Well... Like, there's there's a few guys that Belichick holds in that regard, and, yeah. and and he's one of them. But if you remember when Edelman was a free agent a few years ago, and they let him go explore the the the, the market, yep. and the, and the Giants were the only team that had any mm-hmm. interest in him, and then he was like, Nah, fuck that. I'd rather play, take less money to come back and play for New England yeah. because he knew no one else nobody's going to utilize him the, the yeah, proper exactly. way that he needed to be utilized. He was a very unique player. That's what makes Bill Belichick great. That's what makes him the best of all time. And and the greatest head coach of all time amongst uh, uh, in any sport. Like I don't care, Phil Jackson, Red Auerbach, Don Shula. I don't give a shit. I'm putting Bill Belichick a number one every single time, seven days a week. Well, he built a roster of 53 guys. Those other guys you named, you know. Well, Pop's 12. Don Shula. Don Shula, yes, but Don Shula was a different era. He wasn't. Don but, Shula could draft his guys and just. But you got to remember, Don Shula coached through four different four decades: different decades 70s, yeah. 80s, 90s, and 2000. Uh, I'm sorry, not 60s, not, 70s, 80s, and two and 90s. Yep. And when you think of how much football changed in those eras, Belichick's, Belichick's at four decades right now. Yeah, not all as head coach though. Not all as head yeah, coach. Shula but was the head coach. Robert. And Shula, seventy one, he was a head coach. There's only the, Shula. Let's put it this way: Shula's oh, the God. only guy that comes close. That being said, Belichick took Edelman and he knew exactly what to do with him. Absolutely. And he turned him and he said, "Listen, you were a quarterback at Kent State. It's not your greatest. Uh, you're not going to be a quarterback in this. Yeah, state. right. Although but, I throw, you know, but what I can do for you is this, and." He turned. He made Julian Edelman into a, a receiver, a guy that we that everyone would love to have on their team. Hundred percent. But only Bill Belichick can find. Not a number one. Well, not even that can find, but that can make 
great. Because he wasn't if number he, one, but he was the most. He but was he, a Patriots number one. He was right. arguably the most important guy on the field. Bullseye. Because you had Gronk. Yes, everybody knew Gronk was going to do his thing. Yep. And then you add Edelman, and then yep. you add Amendola, and you might even throw. I think did he play with Moss? I think he didn't. I don't think he played with Moss. One yeah, year, right? One year. It was a rookie year. That 09, If you go back and look at that 09 wide receiver roster, holy shit, it was stacked. But you know, things happen. But it just it comes back to the fact that Edelman did it, and then there was a rotating cast of characters outside of him. Whether it was Hernandez coming and going, Moss coming and going. You know, the Chad Ochocinco experiment that failed. You know, the, uh, uh, what's his name? Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. Uh, yep. What's his name from Arizona with the DUIs? Oh, Michael Floyd. Uh, Mike Floyd. Floyd. Thank you. You know, there was, there, was always, there was always guys that were in and out of that offense, but the two constants were Gronk and Edelman. And Edelman outlasted Gronk in the Patriots jersey. And I got to give Edelman all the props in the world because, again, he plays the game the way I want my receivers yeah. to play the game, which is hard-nosed, tough, makes the catches, we always used to joke, you know, we used to, you know, it started with Danny Woodhead, you know, the, the, the so elusive. Oh, he's so elusive. He's so elusive. Mark knows what I'm talking about if he's listening. Um, it started with that, but then it became, it, it just kind of morphed into every white guy the Patriots have. We were just, oh, he's so elusive. He's so elusive. Well, because you go back to the. Burkhead. Listen, I'm telling you, no, listen on draft night. Or as the draft, as the draft chug, chugs along here in the next uh, two weeks. Listen to the, how they describe white wide receivers. They're all scrappy. High football IQ, quick twitch. Uh, they're they they have quickness. Uh, what's sudden the sudden quickness? Sudden quickness. And then what was uh what's the other? What's there's another one too. It'll come. To me. But then you look at like an like a black wide receiver, and it's like freakish athlete, speed, uh, unpolished route runner, freakish athletic ability. Like they have like they they just have. It's like okay, like they just take like okay. Here's what we're gonna say for the black guys. Here's what we're gonna say for the white guys. Yep. Like you know damn well the first white defensive player that gets drafted, they're gonna be like, this guy's got a high motor. This guy was a team captain. Clearly, he was not a team captain. Yeah, he was. He a, had three DUIs. He was a high. He's a high. I forgot. He's a high motor guy. High motor behind Mel, the wheel. Mel, Ebony. I forgot. Oh, <laughs> fuck! I should know this. Mel Kiper was talking up a guy that got drafted in the second round a few years ago, and he was like, "This is a team captain, high motor guy, blah 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 blah." And everyone on Twitter was just roasting him. The guy was a fucking asshole. He was regarded as like a loser. No one liked him in the locker room. He had DUIs. Everyone's like. The fuck is Mel talking about here? He just sees white dude, and he's like, "Here's my list of stuff to say." Yeah, here's my list of cliches to cascade upon them. Uh, but no, but Edelman, as far as his career goes, in in terms of a, as as a Patriot, he is 110 percent Patriots Hall of Fame. 100 percent. Oh, without you, you a can, doubt. You can you can schedule the ceremony for this fall. Like that's how quick they should put him in, put him in there. Yeah, there should be no voting. Process as far as the actual NFL Hall of Fame, not a chance in hell. See, I don't think so, but. I not a feel chance. Like not a chance. His playoff career is what people will talk about. As Joey. long as guys like Rod Smith and Randy Gratishar well, and, and Tom Nalen aren't in the Hall of Fame, then no. Because well, how about, how about more current guys? How about Heinz Ward? Yeah. Yeah. Heinz Ward. I mean, yeah, but Heinz Ward didn't have what Julian had in the playoffs. You're right. Not in the playoffs, he didn't. But, but he had he didn't. more. He had more in the regular season. A regular lot season, more. yes, he had more. I mean, when we look at Julian Edelman's regular season, so let me stats, ask you nothing, this, Keith. Nothing pops Tri- off for you. Actually, trivia question. How many Super, uh, Pro Bowls has Julian Edelman been to? I was going to say one. That was my answer this afternoon, too. I said, he might I think, have made I thought, one he, was, I thought he made maybe it. Maybe he's a special teamer? Nope. No. He never. didn't make it in 15? No. Zero. He actually should Zero. have been. He should have been. How many guys are in the Hall of Fame that have never been to a Pro Bowl? None. Exactly. Yeah. So he's it's not going to the Hall weird. of Fame. I thought he made it. In, why did I no, think he made he it in 15? he got robbed a few years, but he was like an And AFC. I'm not saying that the Hall of Fame is like an end-all, be-all yeah, no, no, card no, for the no, Hall of Fame, but. No. 
No, he, no, no I get it. But I honestly, I thought he made it one time. No, he should have no made it at least as a special team or at least once because he killed it a few times as a special teams guy. Like, yeah, that was, like that was like turn. yeah, but your own uh, your own guy there, fucking uh, Matt Slater. Matt Slater, was... I know he kills it all the time. Yeah, all the time. Matt Slater, they said uh, might actually make the Hall of Fame of being like one of the best special teamers of all time. Well, dude, he's fucking mind blowing to me. 16, he never plays sixteen defense. years as a special teamer and just no, killing it. Listen, no. if Matt Slater what makes it, no, Hall I thought of it was oh five. No, he wasn't drafted in 05. Listen, brother, I will put I will put Keith Burns up against Matt Slater all fucking. What year was Matt Slater drafted? I thought it was oh five. I thought it was like. 2009, 2010. Ah, see, I, th- I, thought was, I thought it was earlier than that. I'm going to go 2008 for, for I, thought, I honestly thought it was 05. It feels like he's been here since 05. Dude, I, I thought they did, like, the whole thing on him, like, 14 Dude, years as been, a special team. He's been here so long, I thought his dad played in the Patriots. Oh, wait, oh, wait yeah, yeah, good job. Yeah, good job. Um, I thought, yeah, he's the longest tenured Patriot now is uh, yeah. Matt Slater. Mm. Um, but, listen, I'm, I could seriously sit here and make an argument for the Hall of Fame. I do not, as a, as a Hall of Fame snob... I don't think Julian Edelman should make the Hall of Fame. I love Julian Edelman. And he won't. You, I could make an argument, but it would be a very difficult argument to, well, to like, just because of the guys that he would have to pass to Not make only it. that, my whole no, argument. That, that's exactly what it is. There's probably argument. 100 to 150 guys right now in the league, or, or that, I'm sorry, that, that have played in the league that aren't in the Hall that would deserve to go in before Julian, before Julian Edelman. So my whole argument would be based on playoffs. Well, but if, that's my whole right, argument. So if what he did in the playoffs. If he replicated that in his career, then yeah, he's sure. Well, yeah, he's obviously. In. But oh, Jesus, in his ca- dude, in his career, he had more touchdowns receptions in the playoffs. What, what, what do you play? What do you, how many how many postseason games he played? 19? Nineteen. Nineteen. And he had one hundred and eighteen catches. Fucking ridiculous. One hundred and eighteen. How many catches. touchdowns did he have in those? He had uh, six in the playoffs. That's it. Six receiving. One throw, one passing. One passing, one rushing, and six. Uh, All right, nineteen uh, games. So he has like. So he, he went there. So he caught a hundred. He caught a hundred and eighteen out of hundred and eighty. That was a sixty-six percent completion. Yep. Pretty good, right? Pretty. That's damn. Good. He had fourteen hundred yards, twelve yards per catch, five touchdowns. Yep. He had a rushing touchdown, a throwing touchdown, Eight. and six return so touchdowns. So fourteen playoff touchdowns, which is fucking. So you're long. averaging almost one per game. Right. Eighteen games, nineteen, 19. games, fourteen touchdowns. That's that's, that's not a, bad. That's no. That's that's 14, impressive. Fourteen but, overall touchdowns. But again, you're talking about a guy who. But you're also saying the, the thing regular that season numbers. He had 118 catches because he couldn't in the even playoffs, he couldn't even barely right? sniff Wes Welker's numbers in the regular season. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, not even close. Like Welker was a regular season juggernaut, and, and this is 100 percent absolutely. Welker was 0 and 2 in Super Bowls with the Patriots. And not only that, and I well, I, his own three I Super love Bowls this altogether. argument but. because people love to be like, oh, I'll take Welker all day, and I said, well, but not dude, so think much. about this. In his career, he had 620 catches. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. In so in season. 19 games... Hey, 620, that's nothing to spit at. It's nothing to it's spit not. at. But when you think about 19 games and he had 118 catches in the playoffs... 12 years, though, Joey. Yeah, but 19 games is... That's 118 catches. I that's mean, a season. About, that's a season in three games. That's a that's a pretty... Right, if you if you shrink that down to 16, that's probably, what, 90? Or 100 Nine. You know, we'll, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, say 100, 100 catches. Yeah. Okay, that's... That's a good season. That's top 10 for that particular year. So, yeah. but... If but you're, you're not, if you're your not entire career, Marvin Harrison. But that's, what I'm, that's that's my point though. Megatron. He was a completely different player in the playoffs because his entire career was what twelve years. Yes, oh nine to twelve years, six hundred receptions, nineteen games in the playoff, one hundred and twenty. Wasn't it in oh nine? Isn't that the year when uh, when Belichick told Wes Welker he was going to get Wally pipped? Bullseye. I'm glad you Edelman. brought that up. Mm-hmm. Coolest thing is they were watching the preseason and Belichick's on the phone with uh, on the headset, not the, with Ernie Adams, the, the yeah. man in the sky. 
And uh, he goes, Ernie, who's that guy that played uh, before Lou Gehrig? And, you know, no one really gave a shit about him. And, Wally, and uh, Ernie Adams, of course, knew it right away. He's like, oh, Wally Pip. And he walks over to Welka, puts his headset up, and he goes, you ever hear of Wally Pip? And, and Welka's just like, who? No, why? And he goes, it's the guy that played. Uh, right before. Right, right before Lou Gehrig. And Welka's like, okay. And then Belichick's like, Edelman. And he's like, look at Edelman, like motions to him, and and Wilka goes, he can have it. And Belichick goes, great competitive spirit you got there, <laughs> and like walks away. It was one of, that was one of, that was the what was that that documentary? That was the 09 documentary that they the, the well, documentary. Mean, the 09. Was already... that, what was that called? Uh, the. Um... It was that behind the curtain. The, the coach one. It was like Life of a Coach kind of thing. It was like yeah, one, it was, one of the first it was from the NFL did. Network ones, but yeah. it was that was the one where Belichick was sitting on the sidelines talking to Brady, it, going, "I just, I just can't get these guys to do what I need and them to do." And his hands in his face. Yeah, like this. that yeah. was the the fourth and Love two that. year yes, when it was. he was at, because you know he just goes to show you how shook Bill Belichick was of Peyton Manning, the but obvious real goat. Also, it also he did that as a favor to uh, is it Saban that passed away like right after that was done. Like no, Saban's still very much alive. Uh, who's the NFL films guy that just passed away? Sable, oh, Steve Sable. Sable, Sable. Thank you, Sable. Sable. Thank you. So Sable, uh, he asked him. He's like, "Hey, can I can I film like your last like my like, I'm I'm dying. I have cancer. Like I'd love to film you." Steve Sable was awesome. And, the, Sable. and Belichick, Belichick, you know, knew him from when he got hired as Detroit as an assistant, and he says, "You know what? Absolutely for you, anything." Did the whole thing, and they split it together. It was it was remarkable. But then you cut to that scene of they're all sitting in the room. If we go for a fourth down, we better fucking get it. And it cuts right to Kevin Falk not making it, and you see Belichick <laughs> just staring at everybody like I'm gonna fucking kill this. Four team. and a half, like forty five seconds later, Reggie Wayne made the most one of the more ridiculous catches I've ever seen. Yeah. But, but uh, like it goes to show you, and not not to jump over what you were gonna say, but it goes to show you like if Belichick he doesn't give a shit. Like you can say, oh, we can't draft, and I, I hear all these fucking pussy complaints over the last four years of people complaining about drafts because drafts are so perfect. Well, Belichick, the GM, is really is not as good as Belichick, Belichick the, the head coach. coach. Yeah. My, my shut challenge, the fuck up. My, ch- <laughs> my challenge remains open. Insensitive anybody that bastard. wants, anybody wants, fuck off. <laughs> anybody that wants to debate that with me, open challenge anytime, any night. You pick the place. I will have that argument with you because I will argue that to the death. Hey, all right, let's go. Fuck off. Fuck off. I, I agree with you, Sean. And, and anybody who says Belichick, the GM, is not has well, been well he's not great or he's not good, go fuck yourself because you don't have a fucking clue what makes a good GM or how hard it is to be a good GM. It's so easy to sit there and say, well, Belichick, the GM, yeah, but- has been, you know, look at all these first-round picks he's whiffed on. It's like, bruh, look, oh, look really? across the league. I was that. De- that was look the point the I was first, just going to make. Look at the first round last year. Dude, you look at how many. Look at, remember we sat here and we watched fucking Takaris McKinley and the Atlanta Falcons drafted him. He comes up with a fucking portrait of his grandma and you're thinking swearing. like. Swearing. And you're like, oh, this guy is probably going to be something. No, he's gone. He's a, he's, a, he's an afterthought. I don't even know if he's on the team no, right now. No, he got released before his rookie deal was even up. He yeah. got a five-year deal. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was the first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Tarek McKinley. Let's go. Listen, there's 31 <laughs> other GMs that hit once every 10 years. Yeah, you have great drafts, like, you have bad drafts. That's how it happens. If if everybody knew how to draft, or if everybody was a great person at the draft yes. as a GM, yes. no team would be terrible in the league. Yes. Oh, please, please be an argument for me, please. Joey Fats Radio, Rowan C1, it's DJ E. <laughs> Joey, I've, I've called your show in the past, and you put me in my place about Belichick and um, his problems of the past. But I think what the criticism is, is he may take Nick Saban and his friends in the college level too, that were too seriously. 
But here, all right, Pat. So, oh, we're scouts. So, no, 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 no. Here comes Sean, no, the insensitive Pat, bastard. Pat is a fuck you. Pat is a great caller. Calls all the time. I talk to him about sports all off the, the show and all this other shit. Pat's okay. Pat has a legitimate question of like, hey, I think he takes his, uh, you know, the benefit of his That's friends a little bit too say. much. And I think three or four years ago, Belichick made comments to the media in the offseason. He said, listen, I'm at an age right now where I want to coach guys that I enjoy to coach. I don't want to coach players that, you know, they come in, they think they're king shit, like they're like they're Deion Sanders in their prime, like the, before they were rookies. Yeah, yeah look how this NBA. Yeah, because Mike, Mike Tallman's been doing that. Look how that's been working Tatum. out for him. There you go. Jason Tatum. Wait, what Jason Tatum do to you? No, I'm sorry. I'm getting out of here. Keep going. I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> no, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So I'm just throwing it out there. I think Belichick does an incredible job of drafting players that he wants for what he wants to do. So Fair. the other good thing about Belichick is Belichick's not afraid to cut bait. He drafts a guy in the first or second round. That guy sucks in two years. He's letting him go. He doesn't care where he yeah. drafted them. Look, look what we've done with second round picks. It feels like we piss second round picks away. Yeah, it's like we just we just gamble. We're like, oh, remember Razai Dowling? He was a cornerback yeah. out of Virginia. He was supposed to be all these special needs, all these traits. The guy was an injury riddled mess. Belichick cut him after year two. The guy never played football again. We gamble oh. in the second round. Gronkowski, back injuries. Yep. This guy didn't play the whole last year of college football. Teams were like, oh, should we even draft him? Some teams had him as undraftable because he had three back surgeries before he even came to the NFL. Yeah. Patriots, fuck it. Let's throw a second-round gamble. Second round is always the Patriots' gamble. And look always, what happened. Always, always, always. Jimmy Garoppolo never played Division One football. The guy never had an offensive coordinator the entire time he played quarterback at whatever it was, whatever college. Same one as Tony Romo. I can't yeah. think of the college was. Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois. He never had an offensive coordinator. He would go out there and just wing it. And Belichick's like, ah, fuck it, second-round pick. Belichick loves to gamble in the second round. But he's also not afraid of saying, listen, I know my second-round pick sucks. I just took this un, uh, undrafted free agent, and I made him a starter. Took J.C. Jackson. Nobody wanted the dude. He said, you have some good traits. I'll bring you in. We don't know what I'm going to do with you. Maybe you'll play safety. Maybe you'll play nickel. Maybe you'll play outside. Dear J.C. Elaine, a call to complain. <laughs> and then, and then look, look what happens. Now we have you J.C. Jackson as like a starting, a starting cornerback, and it's just it matters because Belichick knows what he's looking for. So, I mean, yeah. we have Joe Juan, Joe Juan Williams on the Patriots roster right now. I don't know what the hell we're doing Oof. with that guy. Close. Yeah. He's a good year. Harris, Harris popped out of nowhere. Maybe maybe Williams will pop, but you're right about Williams. It's, it's going to be do or die soon. Him and Harry. Say that again? I, I lost the audio there for a second, Pat. Something about Harry? Say that again? I'm saying Williams and Harry have to prove themselves sooner. They could be cut, yeah. Uh, so I think there's no – I heard all the rumors about Harry potentially getting traded, like teams are calling for him. I, I don't see any benefit of trading Harry. Like yep. you just you just drafted. I mean, you literally just signed a shitload of players. You signed. Uh, I don't really care for Algo. We signed Aguilar. You signed Bourne. Mm-hmm. You signed. I like Aguilar. Uh, I think Aguilar's okay. Well, we out here catching babies. But the thing is, is you got to remember, Aguilar had a he had a bad rap in Philly, but he had Dude, in, he had a, inconsistent he had a, quarterback play at best. Look what he, he went. Did in he the, went to Las Oakland, Vegas, and, yeah. and he had a mediocre quarterback. And I'll say mediocre. Just because I want to piss off Raider fans, but he's a slightly above average quarterback in Derek Carr. And he killed it. With Carr. And Aguilar had a great <laughs> year. Hey, listen, I, I'm just not a huge fan of the move. Uh, I hope it bites me in the ass and I'm wrong, of course. But I love the two tight end signings. Yeah. I mean, if you take all the pressure off of Harry and you're like, listen, dude, it's year three. Shit or get off the pot. Belichick's not afraid of just letting him go. Uh, listen, yeah, the whole the whole uh, wide receivers take three years to develop thing, like that's kind of gone out the window yeah, now. We talked about it a couple garbage. weeks ago. Yeah, that yeah. you know when we we had the uh, the the plug and play dispute. Well, it wasn't a dispute. Keith just misunderstood what I was saying. Um, but we had the you know wide receivers now out of college, 
they're insert add water and insert into your offense like they're ready to go now it mm -hmm. used to be the hardest position to learn and now we're finding out that wide receivers are much more adapt to the NFL game than they used to be. So top three wide receivers in this year's draft, you plug them in any team and they can go. Oh, look at Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, and um, fucking what's look at Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson from look last year. Look what he year. did with Kirk Cousins. That's true. And Jeff Justin Jefferson was actually my least favorite of look all those guys. Look what Jerry, look what Jerry Judy did. What he was uh, eighteen. Look what Jerry 20, Judy did 20. with a, with a myriad of quarterbacks at under center. I mean. Let's be real here. I love CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb was my favorite. CeeDee Lamb, CD's look what he did with Andy Dalton. I know. Yeah. You know that bitch he had on the couch with him, too? <laughs> She's like, bitch, we do Joey like, will never forget that. He was never. like, give me that phone, girl. CeeDee Lamb, he was like, bitch, give me that shit. He shook his head no. Uh, but anyway, but yes, Pat, so does that answer your question? Sean, my main question for tonight was, are you worried after Elman? Is it be a culture change or... No. Are you worried because Brady, Gronk, and Edelman are finally all gone? Are you worried about a culture change or anything? Or No, not at all. I'm worried about more of an adaptation to what the future is, which is why I keep yeah. harping back to the Patriots are going to draft. They're going to move up and draft a quarterback. I, I'm pretty confident I feel they're going to do that this year. I think, awesome. I, I, think cool. they, I think they set up all themselves for because you go out and spend – all this money on free agents and, and offensive weapons, you need a quarterback contract or a young rookie quarterback contract to make that work. You can't just go okay. and, you know, you had your opportunity to go and sign, like, go get a Matt Stafford. Go get uh, an Aaron Rodgers who apparently is on his last year. You ha you have the opportunity to do this. I can't wait to, to get into that. You can't. We have these yeah. opportunities. Pat, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Out, I'm going to say it right now at 9.30 p.m. on April 13th, 2021. Uh, this time next year, Aaron Rodgers will be a New England Patriot. Probably. Whoa! Listen, shit. Look at I Sean. Sean just got instant wood. No, first of all, I said this 12 months ago. You did. I said it in 2020. Yes, but you've, but you've been, you've been just throwing shit at the wall hoping it sticks. I'm saying this on No, 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 no. Sean, when when the Aaron Rodgers grumblings came out. This motherfucker. Hold on. Pat, wait, 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 wait. I'm saying this on good authority. Pat, Pat. We all cut Sean off. All together cut Sean off. Listen, Pat. Pat, listen. I have a great point. I'm going to answer your question with great intelligence. We're all like, well, fuck that. I don't care what Sean's off. Pat, listen. We just got to gotta settle this, Pat. All right? Because you you were faithful. You watched the entire draft show. I know I know you loved it. Tell me the very next show that we had. Sean wasn't like, Aaron Rodgers comes to the Patriots. Yeah, as soon as they drafted, as soon as they drafted, as soon as they, as soon as they drafted, they drafted love. I remember, I remember Sean and Murray of the Chargers. I remember that rant clearly to this day. Which one? Uh, but oh, I Rogers nailed it. Hey. Sean's been so look. Here's the difference. Sean's been saying it out loud because he's trying to will it into into existence. Well, that was OBJ. Like, he's trying to I put it out OBJ into the universe. Went, yes. Oh, baby, it's coming. Oh, he's trying to put go. it into the universe and will it into existence. I'm saying it from an actual. This will make sense. This is going oh, probably absolutely. going to happen. Standpoint. Joey. I am going out right now. I put uh, if right now uh, if I, maybe not by this time next year, but by next year's draft, whenever that might be. Aaron Rodgers will be a New England Patriot. So I hope so. If the Patriots don't move up, I'm all in on that theory. If we move up and draft a quarterback, I can't see Bill Belichick going out and getting Rodgers. I can. Wait, listen. What if the what if the rookie plays halfway decent and then he says? Hey, we'll give you three first round. Uh, he might not even have to because Rogers is going to be a free agent. Yeah, Rogers is. Oh, done. I know. Yeah. So it won't even matter. So it, it and money is no option in the NFL anymore, especially with the salary cap. The Next way year it's just going. Gonna, gonna, it's going to go up. But like again, but look at look. We we all saw what the the the, the, the Saints were what ninety million dollars over the cap like six. <laughs> and weeks they were ago just like, all right, everybody's contract is fully voidable, right? Right. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> and uh, we'll convert yeah. this to some roster bonuses, and boom, look at that, we're under the cap. Hey, you want to play here? Cool, here's yeah. some money. We have twenty million dollars. How? Shut the fuck up. We it just, happened. No we just signed Lamarcus 
Jussel for $80 billion. <laughs> all, vo- all voidable. Everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Lamarcus Jussel. It never, happened. Everything this offseason was total bullshit. Of everything's like, oh, um, everything's voidable now. Like, yeah, it just gave, well, it gave you a, it gave you a look at it inside as to how easy it is to manipulate cap space. So that's why when we go into the offseason, we're like, oh, my God. This team's got all the cap space in the world. They're going to buy everybody. It's like, no. Well, the no, Patriots doesn't really matter. Did. Well, the Patriots actually did. The Patriots they, did. They were literally like, oh, Colts. you're available. Let's go. The Colts had more cap space and going they, into the offseason. They just no. kind of, they're just chilling. You know why? They're waiting to see. Well, no, they're not they waiting to see. Because I said, yeah, exactly. They got a bunch yeah, of their own guys. Yeah, but not just that. But look, they, they traded for Wentz. All right, we don't have to get into Yeah, anyway. But, Pat, to your point, I'm just going to say Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback of the New England Patriots in 2022. But you went on a great point. That was a great story. I'm going to tell my dad my, that story about the Ernie, Ernie Adams and Welker. Isn't Rodgers the most Welker guy ever? Does Rodgers even give a shit about football? I thought yes. Said, oh, yes, Rodgers gives, a, guys now. Rodgers gives a tremendous fuck about football. The issue what it is is Rodgers is just sick and tired of Green Bay. Dude, Rodgers okay. Rogers feels, Rogers feels like he's been fucked over in Green Bay for about five years. Yeah, Probably more this than that. I call you. So I mean, he's made comments for years now, even before Mike McCarthy. Ever released. since, ever since, uh, ever, ever since uh, Jordy Nelson went down, and they yeah. just kind of never, kind of never replaced, replaced them. They just yep. said, figure it out. And they were like, yeah, Jeff Janis, he's he's a white guy. That yeah, he's a wide receiver. Devontae Adams. They said like he's he's great. You you made him into what he is, and he's like, all right, can I have? Can I have? Give me Alvin. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah, right. And, and he's like, how about a, how about a tight end? They're like. Mm, Best we can give you is a homeless guy with, with Jimmy a, Graham. Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Best so, we can give you is well, Jimmy I mean, Graham with both of his shit knees. Me, but he you, played at the U. He was really an athletic. Did you watch Jeopardy? Jeopardy? And his dad played baseball. No, I didn't watch Jeopardy. You didn't watch Jeopardy. It is true that Mike McCarthy gave that. He should, Mike McCarthy should be like a four-time Super Bowl champion coach if he was if he was really good. And the Cowboys are going to see it, this. It, honestly, it Rogers really it really wasn't Mike McCarthy's fault. If, listen, I really the GM do, gave I, him a roster that he could. I, re- out there. I really do. I really do feel that Mike McCarthy was always one or two playmakers away on either side of the ball from right. getting to a Super Bowl. I mean, go back to 2014. They had Seattle beat in the NFC Championship, yep. and they mm-hmm. blew it. You know, mm-hmm. 2015. They go to that was the year they went down to. I believe it was Dallas. They beat Dallas, and they got who they get burned by. Well, you got to think the, the biggest thing with the Green Bay Packers when Rodgers was peaking, like before he got to the status where he was at. You're like, all right, this dude. Oh, they lost to Arizona. Forever. Yeah, but. That was yeah, when McCarthy was there, Larry Fitzgerald game. Yep. even when they had good wide receivers for Rodgers, there was no running game. They had no running back. Ugh. It was always like, oh, yeah, we got this yeah. slob back here. We'll see what he Rogers can do. Rodgers is like a modern-day Marino. Like, he was always missing, like, either a running game or when he or had a running two. game, he was missing a wide receiver. It's yeah. just like, he's like, give me a goddamn So they, they just never did anything to aid him. But then I think, like, this offseason proved it, and the Jeopardy question the, was Well, like, that's why I was saying, when, Pat, if you watch Jeopardy. When the, the contestant roasted him. The contestant was like, I'm not winning the game. I'm just going to pick on Aaron Rodgers. And he said, who decided to kick that field goal in the playoff game? And <laughs> Rodgers' face was just like. He looked at him like, you piece of shit. And he's laughing. He's like, that is the, the correct he goes, answer. He goes, that is the correct answer. But not, not this, the one not that for we're looking show. for in this yeah. game. So that said, it all needs to be right there. And all the Packers reporters, every single one of them has said, he has a gigantic cap number this year. He could tremendously yep. help the Packers out by restructuring and getting some money to the cap. And he's not. They oh, haven't man. called him. He hasn't called them. Dude, so they his cap number don't talk. His cap number is thirty four and a half million. And they haven't said a word to each other. 
that is awesome. that is instant death. And they have no they have no room right. to do that's anything. Awesome. No, there isn't. And that's why I firmly believe that the Packers are going to release him at the end of this year and he is going to be free to roam and, and sign wherever he wants. And he said a, he said a really funny comment. He said after the Jeopardy thing, he said, oh, he goes, oh, I think my play last year threw a monkey wrench into a lot of people's plans. And th- not, again, another jab. They were, because they were hoping he was going to fall off and yep. they weren't going to have to pay him. They were going to be able to walk away from walk away say, from a no big deal. Oh, but uh, we can go he stayed Love on now. that MVP level yep. and they were like, and you know where you know where the, the best place in the world there's gonna be two places that he's gonna go that he that they maybe three San Francisco no nope San no. Fran won't be in play by that point I think it's gonna be New Orleans New England Denver I think those are gonna be oh, your big three see, you know what? And, and Denver's gonna hinge greatly on how Drew Locke plays this year I'm gonna say no to Denver because I thought I think Indianapolis is gonna see once and they're gonna be like he really is a piece of shit and then they're gonna be all like, uh, maybe, maybe as a dark horse, I'll give you that. Maybe as well, a dark horse. Well, I mean, horse. Indy that has would... a complete team, and they have money they can throw at him. That's that's I cap was and like Man, offensive. A Rod and Pearl and white and blue though. Your wow. brother would have instant wood. I'm I'm like smirking. I think I'm pretty, pretty sure. So, pretty sure. Yeah, I heard you uh, sprinkle in a Tatum. You just had a heart attack. Thing. I would before. laugh one day if Bill Belichick, Joey, if if, if uh, Rodgers won a couple of Super Bowls here, if like Belichick's eighty and has seen that, and they're like, Bill, who's your favorite quarterback? Well, I thought Rodgers was, you know, best pure talent I've ever coached. Good sniffle, would, there. Good would, sniffle. He would never do that. He might. Best pure Spot on, Pat. Spot on. He put it in a book. He's going to write a book one day, but uh, apparently Belichick has no plans of retiring, which is actually kind of cool. And the, uh, Why would he? Uh, the goal, apparently, internally, is that he wants to pass Don Shula. That's his goal. I, and well, I mean, at, he's close yeah. now. No, he's like three years away. Yeah, but that's close. He's three good years. Three good, three or three four nineties. But uh, yeah, he's he's gonna be close. Pat just had a. Pat yeah, just, did you have a little conniption there? What the hell's going on? I'm here. It's my stupid uh, headphones. I'm here though. Oh, okay. We thought you just crashed your car. Headphone, Pat. I was like, oh man. I was like, were you smoking a douche flute in your Subaru too? Oh Jesus! That got a D line. I was in a row with C one. Oh man. That would have been a bad. That would have been a bad hit, bro. You I mean you could have put us on the phone with the cop, and we could have talked, tried to talk him out of it. Talk but... him out of it. Like, no, you're on, you're on air. You want to talk about being an insensitive prick? We don't have that. Why would the cop be an insensitive prick? I mean, it's just the theme of the night. Oh, okay. Just you. We, do you want to talk about being a Sean? That's what we'll just call it anyway. But uh, Pat, thanks Pat, for the wait, call, wait. Bro. He said yeah, something about guys, Tatum before. Good, yeah, good you said something about. What was that Tatum sprinkle? Yeah, what happened with Tatum? I I don't know I just I have no beef with Tatum it just seems like the Celtics are really uh, struggling and I I listened to the, I know Sean made twenty points about Kendrick Perkins before it's about you know Kendrick thinking there's twelve basketballs in a game but it seems like everyone's killing Tatum for the Celtics struggles. Well, I'm gonna kill Tatum for the Celtics struggles myself. I've been killing him all season. But for he it. dropped fifty points the other night. Yeah, I, I that's great. That. I don't. I heard that was a fake game, Joey. A fake game. I don't oh, know. I mean. That's great. He dropped 50 points. Woo fucking yeah, who? Yeah, Kobe did yeah. that like, what, 47 this is, times? This no. is, Listen, Tatum, Tatum they, they, is they playing. Gotta up, they're going to blow up the team at this point. He's playing bad basketball. Yep. Like, yeah, that's great. He's scoring 30 points or he totally 28 points. This year. Dude, Big he's time. playing awful basketball. God, it feels good to be right about everything. No, I've been right this whole time. <laughs> Jalen Brown's the dude. Jason Tatum is oh. not. And it's being proven as the years go by. I think it's Kyrie. I think Kyrie's a hurt. But Jason mentor. Tatum could be the next Kobe Bryant because love, he worked out with that. him that I long time. I never said that. I, I love Pat. I think it's Kyrie's fault. My I mean, man. It is, it is Kyrie's fault. But it's all Kyrie's bro, fault. Stephen A. Smith is like, I'm not going to bring him. Stephen A. Smith is like the head of every black athlete. He defends everyone. And even Stephen A. Smith is like, Kyrie's fucking crazy yesterday. Yeah. Well, he's even not Stephen wrong. Stephen A. Smith oh. ripped Kyrie yesterday. Well, I mean, Kyrie took another personal day, like, you know? Kyrie is a crazy piece of shit. 
this motherfucker got it. Like, I Steven, love Stephen A. I, he's losing his mind. No, I love how he just goes from like oh voice I, to explosions. Yeah, he's 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 he the Michael Bay of announcers. He really, <laughs> he really is. Oh man! All right, Pat. Thanks for the call, buddy. Thanks, we buddy. appreciate hey, it, man. Yeah, guys, always, always great points. Uh, have you guys have a good week? You do, hey, buddy. Pat, later, you buddy. have a, you have a better one, bro. All right, later, buddy. Bye. Later, bro. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Pat didn't mention the fucking draft show. It's the first time. Hey, he well, hasn't because we told him last it. week yeah, we weren't having it. Yeah, but Sean and I are gonna do it. Oh right, yeah. You guys are gonna do one. Yeah, you're gonna be. You know, bye bye. I well, I'll be at work. No, I thought you were. In, uh... No, I'll be coming back from Florida. Ah. But the way my swaps work oh. is. I have yeah, no so my my partner works my Sunday Monday and I work his Thursday Friday. Yeah. I'm gonna be in Florida Sunday Monday, so it'll be impossible for me to be like, hey, let's, let's swap our swap yeah. for yeah, Sunday for Thursday, because I will not physically be in the state. Yeah. Um, wait, what? I mean, I will be in the state. I'm not going to Florida. No one heard that from my work. It doesn't matter. You're right. It doesn't matter. I don't actually give a fuck. Go ahead. Nobody cares anymore about the about what Nobody we travel. Nobody cares. Suspend me. No, I'm saying like travel. Then we'd have and, a show. Then, yeah. everyone, everyone's getting needles. You mean you did go to Florida. <laughs> I mean, my, my, my swap partner would get boned in that one, though. That would nah, suffer. just tell me you'll work a week straight for him he after. would get Ken boned. I'll give, you 400 bu- that, I'll give you 400 bucks and a bottle of booze. and be like, all right. Ken boned. be like, next week I'll just, you know, work more. <laughs> yeah, it'll work. It'll work. Uh, speaking of working overtime, so uh, we're I'm putting on we we are going to be entering in uh, we not we but I will be playing in a charity uh, golf tournament at Foxborough Country Club nice. on uh, May 10th. Uh, it'll be to benefit one of uh, one of one of our brothers in the DOC, and uh, we we'll, we're going to be making getting uh, some custom snail golf balls uh, with the row one seat one logo on it and Very rip nice. and sip on the Very other nice. side. Be a par three there, and uh, you know you kick in a couple bucks, and you hit the green, you get a sleeve of balls. It'd be really thing. nice. I would never hit the green because oh, I should have got to bring your balls today. Damn. You have some? I got the Titleist balls for you. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I got a dozen. And I'm oh, playing tomorrow. Girl. Oh, are you? Yeah. I'll leave yeah. them outside. Just grab them at the Is house. Is it raining? Oh, I'm, it's okay. I, I've got like a whole, I've got a box of Pro V1s in my bag. Well, I got it's, a dozen oh, brand new Pro V1s for you. So. Sweet. So when I go and lose three or four of them tomorrow, I'll yeah. have a replacement. Yeah, I'll resolve them for you. I'll leave it out. I was going to rain. No, tomorrow's supposed to be nice. I'm playing at Cushing River Valley tomorrow morning, 9.30. Well, with, dude, if you go into a cushion, with, it, I'll just fucking leave them outside for with you. My, uh, with my aforementioned swap partner. There you go. And uh, so we'll be. Yeah, I grabbed a couple dozen. Yeah, but I'm I go keep, the other way. I'm going to keep one for myself. To get to the Cushing River Valley, I go the other way. Oh, where do you go? Uh, Peckham? I go Peckham Street. Yeah, and then bing, bing, bing. bing. Um, but uh, no, I'm playing a Cushing River Valley tomorrow morning, nice. 9.30. Uh, I got to say, a Cushing River Valley. I wonder if I could actually swing a golf club right now. No, I can because all mine. See, my back injury is different than yours. Mine is just inflammation in the back. No, no, mine's and it's fucky. and I gotta say, my chiropractor. I've been going to her like kind of religiously the last few like weeks. Whatever she's doing is like fucking working miracles because my back feels like a million bucks. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. And it's all bad. Uh, it feels great. Like there's no. Sean the dick. I have no pain anymore. Like it's it feels good. I went and worked out today. Like I did. I, I went and did. Sh- I did heavy fucking shoulders today, and I did my usual. You know, behind the neck. You know, yeah, uh, as I sit presses. here and I have to squirm just from sitting and on a couch. Even slamming down two twenty five on the top of my shoulder blades. You know, for the fifth set didn't bother me at all. Um, Honestly, the thing that I'm most pissed off about is is I can't play softball. Yeah, you're missing out with I'm that. Fucking, Softball's I'm gonna so be fucking mad. fun this I'm year, so dude. Mad. We got a fun team, dude. I'm doing everything I can to get. We got some healthy. dudes that like to talk shit too, which well, I really that's perfect. enjoy. Perfect. I really right enjoy. So uh, uh, it's a bunch of guys that I don't know. But like golf and softball right now, I'm just like, fuck. Come on, back. Let's go. Like, come on. I know. Come on. Come on. Patience, young grasshopper. Uh, Patience. 
Uh, but softball is going to be fun this year. It's it, Buttonwoods, and, and we do play on the good field with the fence. Oh, sweet. Yeah, we're not playing. Because I, I drove by, and I went down the little middle and road there. Like, oh, no. And I looked to the left, and there was nobody there. And then I looked over to the right, and I saw people, like, warming up. And I was like, okay, Hell that's going to yeah. be it. And then I looked, and I was like, yeah, I can see Cole from here with his towel hanging out. And I was like, okay, sweet. And I was like, he's there. So I went over, and we. uh towel nice. hanging out? Cole always has the tradi- like the towel. Yeah, the, the, you know, wipe my hand towel. Wipe the gotcha. hand towel. And uh, it's 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 like a signature move now. So that's how I identified it. And then we went over, and it was a good time. The only problem was I went to the liquor store on Sunday morning. Oh, here we go. And I forgot that. I gotta go for a walk. Yeah, you do that. I forgot uh, that. What um, Shaw's? What's that? Doesn't Shaw's, doesn't Shaw's open early for alcohol? Yeah, yeah, no, but you can't buy alcohol on Sundays in Massachusetts before ten o'clock. Is that all places? Everywhere. I didn't know that. I, I didn't either. I thought it was like, I didn't know if it was like a touch and go thing, but I went in the liquor store and I know damn well if my liquor store up the street could be selling booze at 8 a.m., they would. So I, I went and I went in and I'm like, why is everything dark? I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like the cooler was dark. I'm like, God damn it. And I'm looking, I'm looking. So I go and I go in the back and I grab a 30 rack of Bud Light and I'm like, yeah, this will work. And I was like, why is it dark in here? I'm like, whatever. And I'm walking up to the corner and she's like, oh, no, no, no beer. No beer yet. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. She's like, uh, 10 a.m. Sundays. And I was like, and then it dawned on me, like, oh, right. That we is didn't, a thing. We never used to play before. We rarely played before 10 a.m. in the That's past. Still so, it's a, such so, a weird law. It's such a stupid law. Like, you can be there at 9.50 and be like, oh, man. I gotta wait ten minutes, and I can just not shotgun and be as legal. Right? It's like lot. it's like no, if you it's if so you buy, strange. buying beer, it, it's like wearing a mask in a restaurant. Like you wear the mask from the door to, to your table, to the, yeah, right. And then when you get to your table, the virus respects the fact that you're eating, and it doesn't invade. <laughs> the virus, so, the virus says, is yo, Vince we good, Vaughn. man. No, we the good. virus is Vince Vaughn from uh, uh, Anchorman. <laughs> 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 I, don't know the I think Vince Vaughn in uh, in in uh, what was that? Uh, the, the Get Shorty sequel. Um, get Shorty too. No, what get, was what was the Get Shorty sequel with John Travolta? I don't remember. It was Get Shorty. Vince, Vince, remember Vince Vaughn? Twinkle, the name twinkle. of it was Get Shorty. Twinkle, Twinkle, baby, Twinkle, Twinkle. Yeah, it was Get Shorty. Wasn't it Get Shorty? No, nah, there was a there, there was, was a sequel, but I thought the sequel was something different. Was it Get uh, Shorter or something like that? It had like a weird ass name. No, too what, short. What the fuck was that called? Someone help us out. The one where, where Vince Vaughn, he's like, you know, and he buys the pink bat, and they're like, this is why you can't. Sent a queer to buy a baseball bat, and then they like go to do and like it's it was Vince Vaughn and The Rock. Remember The Rock played the gay dude. The Rock. Yeah, The Rock was in it. And Andre Three Thousand from and, um, That's Get Shorty. Was The Rock in it? It wasn't Get Shorty. It was the um, sequel to Get Shorty. I don't remember it, dude. I don't remember this at all now. Oh, god damn it! Uh, what the fuck was that called? Get Shorter. Give, it, give me a minute, it'll come to me. Because it was wicked fucking funny. Me and Smallwood used to watch it all the time. What was it? Dude, speaking of short, I love Tell how me. I love how things get like uh, brought up all the time about Joey losing to children and stuff like that. Like in races. Be cool. Be cool. Thank you. Wow, I remember it. Be cool. That Andre three thousand. Remember then Andre like, three thousand. Cedric yeah. the Entertainer was in it, and it was right. like everybody was in that. That movie, movie was great. I might watch that tonight. Dude, what was it? Jared like last week said. I'll give it a show, too, because I'd never even heard of it. Before. Yeah, it was Be Cool. Oh, Be but, Cool uh, is great, But Jared was talking about something about last year, and all of a sudden it came up like Joey like lost to a child in a race. I, I love oh, that. Oh, baby legs. I love that. I love how he's trying to deflect from being the most insensitive prick on the face of the earth yeah, right now. by Captain Insensitive. Bringing, bringing up the fact that I... I gotta do something. Th- bring up the fact that I... Wrap I, it up, Box. I, I lost, air quotes, 
to a child. It's in my a race. favorite story that I never attended. Listen, we're about to dial it. I'm about to call fucking no dips. Like, hey, did Joey lose a race? <laughs> Listen, they, everyone's going to agree with you because they all wanted me to lose. They were, ba- they were, everyone wanted baby. Honestly, legs to win. no, 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 no. They no, did. No. Let, let's be real. Everyone wanted baby. Legs Everybody to win. wanted baby less to get smoked because we were like, bro, you're slower than fucking. Uh, he is slower than shit. Glasses. Uh, uh, the other Joey. Ma- no, Joey Massa. Yeah, Massa. Joey Massa. Yeah. Then we're like, bro, you're slower than Joey Massa. Like, come on. And he was like, I'll be fat. <laughs> and we're like, no, you won't. And then he, and did. he didn't. He, he didn't. Did. He did not. He did, he did not beat me. That's my, it's my favorite non-story. I'm sorry. Listen, if there was a camera there, I would have won. If there was a camera there, I'd be playing it every fucking week. Yeah, and he would have Sean would be doing the... <gasps> And you would have had me chest out across the finish line like this. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, chest out across the grass, dun, which it was a race to first base. Dun, 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 dun. So Joey passed him to the grass because Harper stopped at first base. And didn't, didn't Joey push him? Like, as you like, ran by him, he pushed him oh, over. Oh, God, if he would have pushed him, he would have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been in the parking lot for He'd Christ's sake. Did he go through, like, the front windshield of someone's car? <laughs> I'd be like, flick you. Ah! I just done the Durant, Janikowski, for the 60. Flick. <laughs> 774-992-8702. Give us a call. Uh, let's get into, so we got into a little bit. We talked, obviously, Julian Edelman. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Masters uh, because Hideki Matsuyama uh, won the Masters. I have some opinions about the Masters. And okay. uh, Sean actually was, yeah, you, you, we watched you got, it together. You got in tune because for me and people? <laughs> no. Sean's, uh, Sean's Asian brethren finally wins. <laughs> uh, do you know that Japan has the second most golf courses as a country in the world? And that's their first Masters. Yes. First male Masters, right? That's their uh, first Masters. No, didn't like f- a bunch of women win? Like two or three women? There have been successful Japanese women golfers. But I yeah. can't remember not the name, Masters. But not, no. The Masters is a different I can't thing. I can't the names um, at all. I, want, <laughs> I was about to say Connie Chung, but that's not it. That's not I mean, it She's all. covered the Masters. She's covered it, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, um, I, I can't remember the girl's name. I just looked it up earlier, too. which is Michelle Wong. No, no. she was tennis, wasn't she? No, it was she Michelle was... Kim. It was Michelle Kim. Sorry. Either way. Uh, this is borderline. So Japan, no, it was Michelle Kim. She was Japan nasty. loves their golf, apparently. Yeah. Japan yeah. is a huge golf country. They, they, they have the because. second most golf courses in the world. Do you know who the number one country in the world is for golf courses? England. Wrong. Australia. Wrong. Who is it? The United fucking States, bro. Come on. What the well, fuck? I mean, I think it was a trick question. I figured it was a trick question, too. Ah, that's why I tricked you. I freaked um, you with the okie doke. So, well, no, uh, I mean, I mean... But so Japan, but you would never though. guess that Japan, like all those countries, you did like you would think like Ireland, Scotland, England, like all those well, places have the most Scotland famous ones. Would have you know, Scotland, Scotland Yard, Scotland Yard. I am William Wallace. Like you would assume that those places would have more golf courses mm. than any anywhere else. No, like no. the British Masters, they have more land. They have more lands. Yeah, no, but the Japanese they got, they got more bunkers. Dude, the Japs are fucking crazy with their golf, dude. They've got the second most golf courses in the world. They have like triple decker fucking. Uh, driving ranges all over the place. The way they train their golfers now, like in Japan, their number one thing. So they is turned into the Russians with Drago for pretty Rocky. much. Yes, they they train their young golfers. Oh my god, I gotta get into golf. And they they train them for club speed and distance. They're like, we don't care about accuracy. Like, Do you see Bryson DeChambeau? We can teach you accuracy. We want to see you hit it as far as possible. It's fucking crazy. Like their their whole regiment is insane, which is surprising to no one. But Matsuyama, he. He kind of ran away with oh, it. He definitely he ran away it, with it. Made it pretty interesting uh, in the, the last like bogey. three or four holes, and you know whatever. Well, but but he just he stayed so calm, so cool. Well, what's his face? Triple bogey to sixteen. That was uh, like you know um, it was done. 
That wasn't Zatalanis. It was... Uh, yeah, Zatalanis. Yeah, Zatalanis. Zatalanis. Was it Zatalanis? Tri- yeah. No, it wasn't. It was, Zatalanis was the blonde dude. It was the other guy. That's some of the V. He he charged from third to fourth round. He he had he made up like right. eight shots. And then he came to the 16th, and he triple bogey. And that's his first ever triple bogey in 100 rounds at the Masters. My man, as I sat and watched golf. Endowments. As I said, you will be well endowed for the rest I of the I saw that day. and I thought, what? I know, a guy. what? <laughs> um, that's why I was like sidelined. Hideki Matsuyama, but, the most well endowed ever. Japanese hundreds player. of millions of endowments. Hold on. William Hung, remember him? Yeah, obviously. He was very endowed. He was Korean. Dude, he's a, he's a fucking doctor now, like a surgeon. Good he's Korean, him. though. He got all he? that money. No, I think he's whatever. Um, she banged. On Sunday, as I, I, never, I never, ever, ever watched golf. So why did you watch it? Because I came by and we were like, my family was, my family, my wife and my son came by and we saw Joey and Lauren on Sunday afternoon. So we watched a couple of minutes of it. And I sat there as a, as a cocky piece of shit. And I was like, are these men professionals? Like they can't putt to save their lives. I guess it seemed like everything was like, oh, just outside. Well, Everyone's I mean, like, it's. Augusta. I, he, I was explaining that I had that no idea. I'm like, so I was explaining like, explain All right, so you're Sean. looking at it on TV, and you're like, oh, that looks like a straight putt. When all I actually have, it's going to curve like nine inches to the left. I, ex- <laughs> I explained to Sean that if like, you were... Why is he aiming over there when the hole's over here? It's like, watch. Sean. If you were a scratch golfer, meaning like you can basically shoot par at any course, yeah. like you're that good. And you went to Augusta. And you went to Augusta, and you just started on the greens. They just placed your ball on the green, and you had to putt. You'd be plus 10. You would still be plus 15. Yeah. So, listen, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm like... All these guys suck. Allegedly. As I never, ever... I don't know, man. I kind of believe it. You've I seen some of the putting lines on that fucking shit? Uh, I think Quinn Fenno could handle it. He's pretty nice. I've seen him play. And I'm sitting there like... And I've got <laughs> friends that have played with him, and he's disgustingly nasty. I'm just sitting there going, these guys suck. This is so easy. Like, the guy's like this far away, and he's like putting the ball, and he's like... Whoa. on the hill. I'm like, wow, this is awful. The, my favorite one is that... Uh, I was all for it. Right. Joey, Joey's Pops. like, oh... Pops. Joey's like, oh, the Asian guy's in the lead. I'm like, I'm all for it. Like, Yang, Yang. I was like, Yang Gang 2021. Joey's like, that's not even his name. Whatever. Who cares? Yang Gang. As he puts out the picture of my cat with the Yang Gang chain on it. Uh, but no, the, the Masters, no, it, was, it, was, it was fun, but it was, it's wild. And, and Pat's, Pat's correct. This Matsuyama now is going to be able to ride this so much green jacket for the rest of his life. He is never going to have, like... That's you crazy think, to you me. think you gotta think he made eleven and a half million dollars, I think it was. What? To win? Yeah. What? Something like that. Mm-hmm. I it was eleven and a half million yeah, was the, the fucking first. masters. And that is an absolute drop in the bucket for, for what, what he's, he's gonna, gonna make, earn yeah. an endorsement. That's what you win for you know the masters? People, like people don't realize this. Think of Ichiro. I thought you just won the fucking jacket. Well, you get the jacket, the prize, and the trophy. And eleven Shit. and eleven million dollars. I didn't yeah. know you won that much money. Sometimes you get a car like this. Oh my god. There's all kinds of different shit from There's perks, bro. There's perks. It's the fucking Masters. Sean, you got to remember, this is a golf course that just allowed black people to play there in 1990. I don't watch golf. I have no idea how they get paid. <laughs> golf. I, I think, yeah, I'm fairly certain the purse was 11 and a half. No, I'll look it up. Oh, my God. What was it? Scruff, McGruff, dude, Chicago, Illinois, yeah, 60652. I, I legit thought there was, like, teams and, like, people, like, signed golfers and you go play for, like, fucking Nike or some shit. Well, yeah, if you looked at him, he was wearing Srixen all over his stuff. And I have no idea. Lexus oh, no, no, on no, his sorry, shirt. It was only two million. It was two million. Oh, okay. I feel sorry. better. I was like, eleven million dollars. I'm like, but he was he. he what they, that's Zalatoris won, but Zalatoris won 1.24 million. Never heard of it. Shrixen, Shrixen. Yeah, how do you pronounce Shrixen? Right? No idea. Shrixen, Shrixen. Is that, is that yeah. an Asian company? No, Shrixen. no. But if you look at him on his hat, it was Shrixen all over it. He had Lexus on his shirt, like everything that Lexus? you could. Put, yeah, oh yeah. 
These guys have sponsors all over them too. Doug, how do you think they fucking make money? I don't know. They don't pay for clubs. They don't pay for anything. And they, but they like golfers endorse like high end shit. They're like Mercedes Benz, Bentleys, Mercedes. (laughs) Yeah, they're like uh, and Rolex. And here we have, and here we have Jordan Spieth with his Ferrari jacket on today. Like legit. You know what I mean? Like they. Like these dudes, they make these bank, dudes dude. don't pay for any clothes, don't Matsuyama, pay for any shoes, so it's, it's, any clubs, any I, anything. It, it's everyone's basically assuming Matsuyama is going to light the torch for the Olympics in Tokyo. Why? Because he is now the biggest sports icon in Japan. Yeah, he's bigger than Ichiro now. Like that's what I, that was the point I was trying to make. Name me when the Ichiro, greatest Japanese athlete you know, and this that's guy currently active. Godzilla. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I fucking animate that shit. So, like, think about it, though. Like, when Ichiro crossed over to MLB and, and became the star that he was in MLB, yeah, the dude was set in Japan forever. Well, that made sense. I'm like, right? that makes sense to me. But... This guy just passed him. I don't know. Yeah. That is fucking crazy. He's ghost, bro. He's got, he's, this dude is going to ride this way. And that's what the crazy thing about golf. So like, he doesn't that's ever why... have to win again. So he essentially can just retire right now. But Sean, no, this no, is... no, he has to stay active. So he's relevant, but yeah, he never he'll... has to win again. No, he never has to win again. He'll, he'll, he will stay active. So if he's he... just dog shit for the rest of his career, but he'll be, it doesn't he'll be, matter. He'll be completely he relevant. He brought in Japan. the green jacket to Japan. Yeah. Jacket's green. That was gold. Green. Oh, my fucking word, Sean. This guy. I jumped up being dead serious. Go jump like... out the fucking window, you fucking right. prick. Wow. Listen, I'm gonna put this ball from here to that green and white bucket, and I'm gonna miss by 11 feet. And we're gonna golf clap. Give me 11 million dollars. No. <laughs> I won't even give you a gold jacket, you piece of shit. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna go play. A you know why he said gold jacket? The... He's thinking of fucking Happy Gilmore. Yeah, he is. <laughs> That's my jacket, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Get him my jacket. I think I am. <laughs> play it where it lies, bitch. That's three shots. Yeah. <laughs> And you can, oh, you can count, and you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. Because you're an insensitive prick. Yeah, Ooh, fighting words. Yeah, my car's right behind fighting yours, words. bro. Seven, seven, four. You're me, too? No, no, I don't want to hurt my car. Eight, seven, zero, two. That's the phone number if you want to get in on this fight night. I got golf balls in the car, man. We'll start hucking them at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting them with baseball bats at each other. Yo, you ever hit a golf ball to a baseball bat? Yes. Yeah. God, that's Papa like Gino's a mi- parking that's lot. Like a mile shot. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, tink. Dude, remember we, used to do, remember we used to do that in Papa Gino's parking lot? Yeah, we had the wood bat and golf lot. balls? No, I'm talking about a metal bat. The aluminums? Yeah, 100%. Dog. I don't think we had aluminum Listen. bats. Dude, you feel like a god. You're SPJ. Like, SPJ. You're like, right? oh, Barry hey. Bonds. Crapo doing home run during one day. I was like, hey, I'm going to golf ball. Watch this. And we just lobbed a couple up to each other. Bro, I was like, tink. We were like, oh, yeah, they're ghosts. Dude, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that fucking tip. You stop we making just, videos. You're like, like, we just hit that 950 yards. Holy shit. <laughs> and then we would go out and back at Papa Gino's. We, we had this super sweet wiffle ball bat, mm-hmm. like an extra thick one. Like it was like a real like heavy wiffle ball bat. The kids ones? And then we would take frozen meatballs. And we would just bomb them, them into the BVO parking lot. Yeah. It, was, home, it, was, it, was good, it was great fucking times. Time. Time. You know, the, the, the mid 2000s were great. Like Jeezy was the shit. G Unit was still relevant. Chris was the, lovely. Luda was great. He, we were all working at Geno's. We all had bass in our cars. DMX was still alive and very much relevant. I uh, used to fucking break the walls down like I was Chris Jericho every time I pulled up in that bitch. Nice. It was great. <laughs> it was good stuff. It was re- Dude, I had else. the GM one time, like the district manager. I'll never forget. I had to come to fucking Kings Got Highway. Tom. We had Tom. I had to come to Kings Highway to get dough because we ran out of fucking dough. Who tool, runs out of dough? Fucking toolbox, right? Tom. So Eric, hey, I'm going to come in and uh, rearrange these shelves in the middle dude, of your Friday I, I, lunch rush. A kid used to work with us in Dartmouth got transferred to Kings Highway. So I hit him up and I was like, yo, I'm coming to get dough. And he was like, guy, base it. And I'm like, 
all right. He's like, I want to see how far I can hear it from. I'm like, all right. So I come down Mount Pleasant around to go to King's Highway, bro. Tell me I don't turn into the King's Highway parking lot and the fucking DM, bro, of like the 20 stores around here with his clipboard in hand, arms crossed, just shaking his head like this motherfucker. <laughs> and I pull up. I'm like, oh, hey, Tom. He's like, never again do I want to hear that. Like, he was such a fucking I was tool. like, all right, cool. No problem, bro. I went inside. Robin was there just like, ha ha, you got in trouble. I grabbed the bread from Eric. Eric's like, you're going to do it, ain't you? I was like, you fucking know it. <laughs> Turned on my car and was like, whoop. Let me just shake your fucking store as I leave, bitch. <laughs> Go ahead. Fire me. I, I, yeah, legit. I don't understand. Like, what was the problem? You were in your own car. Because I was on company time and I was pulling up to a company restaurant. And I was literally, Sean, you don't understand. When I say I shook the store, you knew when I was coming. Oh. Fucking walls would vibrate. The fucking... Tiles in the ceiling was not shaking. Tom was one of those like, guys who only had his job because his wife was like worked in corporate and yeah. got him his job, and so he thought he had to be important. He oh, was nice. like, "I need to justify my paycheck every single mm. day." And he was a fucking midget. But like man. you like, knew, like he he made baby legs look like a grown adult. But like you knew when I was pulling up, okay. Especially if I had Jeezy on. Sounds fun. Yeah, sure, yeah. it's good. Two thousand, yeah. the two mid two thousands were good. Oh, 04, uh, 05. Yeah, seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. No, you missed the cut off. It's ten one. No more phone calls. Oh, ten one. No more phone calls. This says so says Sean. Phone calls are done. Don't call for nothing. Son of a bitch. We're just kidding. You can call whenever you want. Uh, so Sean's let's. Like, I break phone. <laughs> let's get like, a, so the uh, in other NFL news. The the Watson drama continues to get. Thicker. It's so like thick oh, the air. This oh, shit's man. just fucking getting so mopped right now. Dude, it's not I'm, even funny. I'm so sorry. I'm all out on on defending Watson right now. He he, he made like the worst comments. It's like, dude, just you should have just shut the fuck up. I mean, he should have just shut the fuck up and just let it play out. Him but saying, I'm glad he's not shutting the fuck up because I really feel like now, like a fourth and a sixth might be able to get him. Dude, on you might be able to get him as a free agent. True. Because True. he came out and he said, "So who do you think? Who do you think? All right. So we know obviously someone is paying these women to come forward. Who do you think? So did it, you know? The, let's go I'll, down a rabbit hole. Let's put on our tinfoil hats. Used to be. Who do you think is the culprit that wants to destroy Deshaun Watson's life? Forty minutes ago, Jack used to be. I mean, hundred percent. It, it's got to be somebody within the Texans organization. So right? forty minutes ago, yep. Now all twenty-two women have no problem putting their name on the suit. But, mm. Guy, he came out and said. Yeah, I had all sex. I had sex with every single one of them because he knew all the names ahead of time. And he's like, I had sex with every single one of them, but it was consensual. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, like, but, what kind of legal you counsel see, does right, he listen, have? But listen, because what? Because, because if he did actually have sex with them, he says, I never had sex with those women, and it comes out, well, you did have sex with those women. But, well, I never raped them though. You're better off coming out now and be like, I had yeah, consensual sex with all right. these women. Yes, but I am a young, it's rich, public professional athlete it's public image we talk we talk about this all the time and no matter what the actual evidence is you're already going to be claimed guilty before you even do anything else because he came out and said well yeah i had sex with everyone that would that came out and said something it's like wow shocking 24 year old multi-millionaire multi-millionaire male athlete has sex with multiple women this is the south park episode all over again why are these young successful men having sex with women who aren't their wives Damn it, I demand answers. I just, I think it was. Uh, well, let's see. I go on the road all the time. I need massages. They come by. They feel Has anybody paid attention to the NBA for the last, I don't know, ever? I think it's just a bad idea on his part to come out and say. I think it's the best Dude, idea. Dude, the NBA brought women into the bubble. They did. Yeah, but the NBA legalized it. That's what it, they brought him into the fucking bubble. Didn't they bring in strippers by accident? That's what I was. What do you saying, mean by? Sean? Yeah, by accident. Yeah, no, it was the <laughs> girlfriends of certain players, and they brought chicken wings. Remember that? What NFL? 
it wasn't NBA, it's NBA. What NBA player brought a stripper but dressed her as a guy and put her in a jersey and be like, this is Mike. <laughs> they said it was a player. They were like, it was probably Patrick Beverly. Dude, we, we, let's be honest. I love Patrick Beverly. I hope we know it was. you do. Um, I got to Williams, too, yo. The chicken wings are, are good. <laughs> they get the best chicken wings in the whole What's place. What's out in Atlanta? Oh, they good, man. You got to get them wings up over there. I just, I, I don't understand as... Someone who I was giving Deshaun Watson benefit of the doubt. I'm like, come on, man. There's no way all of this comes out as soon as he says, I want to get, I want to leave Texas. All of a sudden, all these women, while well, I was raped repeatedly by him. Well, he bukkakied all over the place. I mean, he I know that's impossible. Listen, there was definitely some bukkake. If you, if you don't know what that means, use Google. But uh, if you never know what that means, you ever listen to Little John? Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. There you go. You know. I mean, like some of the stuff have that you was. You've never been on Ebom's world. Jesus some Christ. of the stuff that he was, he was claimed to have done. Impossible. Well, Physically impossible. I mean, impossible unless you are very well endowed for the rest of your Dude, life. It was like, eight, it was like <laughs> or, eight feet away. Or the or the female was a willing participant. But like that's, this. That, so we were socially distancing, and it still got all over my nose. I that's, don't know how. But that's the point Deshaun Watson is making by coming out and saying, yeah, I had sex with all these women. Of course I did. That was the point. Like, what's the problem here? I, you came to my house knowing what you were doing. You actively engaged in it, and now you're trying to sue me for it? Well, they no, want, no, no, they, no, no. They just want money. They're, right, and that's the thing. And I think the Sean Watson ultimately is going to win. Now, the court of public opinion will obviously hold a different uh, – <laughs> will hold him to a different standard. But he is ultimately going to win this case because nothing's going to come of this. Because if he had consensual sex with all 22 of these women, as he claims he did – Which I – I mean – Problem. They, then, then what's the crime here? Problem. It's going to be next to impossible to prove that he did consensual sex with all 20, 22 or 22. What are, you gonna, what are they going to say? Well, he coerced me. Yeah, bitch, he paid for your flight to Houston. He bought you dinner, got you a car, and your massage and was you, it, and, and paid you for your massage services. And how much was your massage? It was $1,000. So do, does this mm-hmm. go to court? Does this go to court? Uh, that's that's the move that they're trying to if get it. If it goes to, to a jury, I'm telling you, he's fucking dead. No, he's not. I don't think he's so. off. Dude. He's off. If it goes to jury, he's scot free. But like, all right. So the same point you're saying, how can you prove? How can you prove it wasn't? Oh, I know. It's they were against his word. And this but is going to be a, extremely in, damaging to the America, sex workers, our workers crowd. We're in America, and women's, you know, the whole no victim shaming thing right now. So I feel like it's. A bad look for him. But it, oh, look, okay, I, get bad, the, but I get the look, look does and not, what it actually is is two different things. But a bad look matter. does not carry a guilty verdict. Bad, bad luck ruins his career. He's going to be one of these cases now. Career. If he if he bounces back, he goes see he goes to court, he wins, yeah. nothing happens. He gets traded to Denver, goes on as an MVP season. Before you even get to the, all the trade to Denver thing, which I know you love to or, do. Or, or wherever. Does, does, does it he, doesn't matter. This, San Francisco, still, I don't care. If this is still Insert team here. If this is still continuing, is he allowed to play in the NFL? No, he'll be on the consen- he'll be on the commission. Will he though? List. If it doesn't go to trial, I think yes. if it doesn't go to trial, yes. will he? No, because the NFL. Because Roger if it doesn't go to trial, they can't. Roger they Goodell, can't Roger if it doesn't, Goodell go to trial. doesn't have that position anymore. He gave it to a woman. It's like like remember that new position they created? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. she has the power to suspend players while they're in court hearings. But if it doesn't go to trial, they can't. But if it's still in. Whatever. No, it's in litigation. Yes. So as long as it doesn't move to a trial, they cannot put him on the so exemplary. Let me ask you this: They can't. Where is the crime of having consensual sex with 22 women? There is none. But they're, okay. they're all okay. claiming rape. Okay, okay. Or are they? Some kind of rape, of coercion. 
But okay, so how's that going to hold up in court, though? That's the thing. If this goes to court, and Tony Busby, who I assume is going to get absolutely shellacked in court by uh, the uh, Watson's lawyer, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. You Johnny probably... Cochran. No, I mean, he uh, might as well be he's dead. Who he's he's the guy that he's he's the go-to NFL lawyer. Yep. If he goes and gets shellacked in court, and all these women get slapped down, it's like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he he paid for your plane ticket. This was arranged. What's he going to get? What Really, what's he going to get hit on? That he paid massage therapists with the caveat that there would be a happy ending involved. So it's some, like, mild form of prostitution at best. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe the NFL spends, suspends him for four games for that, and then it gets reduced to two. But really all this is is that you had 22 women who were probably paid off by the Texans organization in some way, shape, or form to come out. And dragged Deshaun Watson's name through the mud mm-hmm. in order in order to attempt to ruin his career and get him suspended and and dra- just be overall just try to kill his career. That's it. Like I'm sorry, that's not enough for me. It's Rusty Harden, by the way. Rusty Harden, thank you. Yeah. That is not nearly enough for me to sit here and say Deshaun Watson's a a bad guy. B he was doing anything out of the ordinary in terms of what someone. Well, in and the, and the thing doing. with this is, it's different than everything. The whole Me Too movement started. Did you imagine Charlie being Weinstein worth a hundred million dollars, twenty four years old, being worth a hundred million dollars? No. You would be fucking every goddamn fucking thing that walks, dude. Can you fog a mirror? Check yes. Thank you. I will see you in the back. Like, and and, 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 and then you have the money and and say, let's just say he's got. Let's just say he's got a fetish and he likes to nail massage therapists. Maybe that's well, his thing. And, or or maybe we just uncovered the fact that there's this huge underground world of massage therapists who are actually prostitutes. I know you were going to bring it there. That, that service high-end clients. I mean, like, we've gone through this, the whole Jeffrey Epstein shit, the Harvey well, Weinstein, Weinstein shit. Well, like, see, we, that's, we, we, that's like, what is I was going to say. Is this really that far? Like, is this really that far But fetched? the difference between Watson and the things that were happening then... There was so many witnesses around for all that other shit. This is literally just you and him alone. What if? So what, like, what if, if one of them has video evidence? I think you would have heard about it already. That he raped him? No, that like some shit went on. Like I don't know what the fuck. Because, because well, remember, the, remember, remember, they have to have something. And, and I agree with, with with what Sean's saying to an extent. Like his reputation is going to be damaged beyond mm. repair to a to a degree. Because look, we all know what happened in the Kobe Bryant case. Okay, Kobe did not rape that woman. No, they had sex. If you read the transcripts from that thing, they they definitely had sex. It was definitely consensual, and she definitely fucked her way into that mm-hmm. building, yep. trying to do exactly what she set out to do, which was accuse Kobe Bryant of raping her, which he did not. It's Kobe Bryant. I'm sorry, you're not that attractive. He doesn't need to one rape case. you. It was one case, and it was a one-off in, in Colorado, one random night. Yeah. He did not rape that chick. We all know that to be the truth. Oh, she bangs. Unless, but. unless you're one of those people that wants to think that Kobe Bryant was a rapist. He committed adultery, yes, but again, we've gone over this. That's basically in the contract for NBA players that you must commit X amount of, a, of a cases of adultery each year in order to satisfy your contract. You have to cheat. You, Watson, you do. Watson's not married, correct? No. He's not. Yeah. So, so I mean, right, but I'm just saying, dingling right but, there. But, like, you know but, what I'm saying? What, what I'm saying is though, is that people still believe that Kobe Bryant is a rapist because that was the narrative. No, he wasn't. Well, Sprite dropped him. Oh, yeah. okay. So I guess because Sprite, they, the Coca-Cola company, Coca-Cola, because they, they had must to. be the end-all, be-all, they right? Did it because they were like, oh shit, this looks yeah, bad. Nike we'll just didn't drop him. him. You know, none of the none no. Of Nike actually revitalized them. I was saying, Nike didn't they suspend right now? No, they stopped making one shoe. Yeah. 
they suspended it for now. While it was in trial, they're like, all right, we're just not going to make the Kobe 9s. We're, we're going to hold off. Oh, trial's done? All right, put them on. Kobe 9s, here we go. But that's the thing. Like, you're, So you're not wrong in that sense. Because you doubt you, his reputation is going to be damaged from this no matter what, which is what whomever is putting together this loss, these, you know, is, is encouraging these females to come forward. Whoever, whoever is encouraging them to do that has accomplished their goal. His name is Sully. Yeah, but you know what? But guess what? Reputation, whatever. If the dude still plays quarterback and makes money, I don't really think he cares about his but reputation. Let's, but let's flip the script real quick. Let's say Deshaun Watson comes out and beats the shit out of this case. Let's say, oh, say something else. He, he wins this case. It's a slam Jesus. dunk. This was consensual sex. These women are all uh, sex workers as they are. Gotcha. Whatever it wants to be. All the feminists now will have to, who, who are really re- willing and ready to, you know, string up Deshaun Watson, they're going to have to sit there and go, ooh, this is a bad beat. Never happen. It'll never happen. No, it won't because because they'll because they'll never admit it, it Not- to face. But we as men, we will sit here and we will say, this is bullshit. This is fucking hypocritical. And you all need to eat your fucking crow. But it won't happen. It's not as good as a story. It's not a good story as like, oh, uh, team captain, all-star, has consensual sex with 22 women. It's like, oh, it's not a captivating story. He, like, damn, but he whore. raped 22 women. Ah, that's the, that's the headline. So if he beats this, which is very plausible because up until he said something, I was like, the chance of him raping 22 women and them waiting all until right now, way too much How bullshit. fucking convenient. Yeah. And, the, way- like, we, and we said this from day one. The timing of this whole thing has been extremely convenient. He's like, I'm never playing for Texas or, I'm again. I'm sorry. It, you are a rapist. It's like, it's been it's been extremely inconvenient for Deshaun Watson. Yes. The, the timing of everything. When he said, I will never play for the Texans again, the very next day, Deshaun, Rob- Deshaun Watson is Deshaun a Robinson, huh? Deshaun yeah, Robinson. Deshaun Foster, Robinson, Watson. The third. The fourth. And then one of the Esquire. women... And one of the women hurts the rest of their cases because one woman said, I want $100,000 or I'm going on the lawsuit. And he said, no thanks. And she says, all right, I'm joining the lawsuit. Yep. So she straight out wanted $100,000. She was just like, yep, this is she's a money like, grab, but like, I want whatever. part of it. She's like, whatever. Uh, you rape me. I'll shut up if you, if you pay me. And he's like, no thanks. And she's like, I'm joining it. That actually hurts. I, and hurts I like, I, honestly, of course I, it hurts I like Deshaun Watson's, uh, I like his odds in court. I really do. Because there's no way in hell they're going to be able to prove, because you know he didn't rape 22 women. You're right, but it's public opinion again, and that's like the most damning thing about everything. It's just right. public opinion. But public opinion is one thing, but what happens in the courtroom is what happens in the The courtroom. one thing that Deshaun Watson has going for him, I guess, or maybe, and it's this is, might sound backwards, so bear with me, but he's a, he's a black male playing quarterback in the NFL right now after the way Colin Kaepernick was treated and everything else and the stigma around black male athletes. Don't you think that a lot of people are going to rise to his defense and come out in support of him simply because they're going to say, this is wrong. You're only doing this. You're targeting him because he's a black male, which I don't think they're targeting because he's a black male. I think they're targeting him because he said, I'm never, I'm never going to fucking play for you again. And the Texans were like, oh, really, motherfucker? Well, we can play that Rose game, too. The that it has, we, uh, I don't think it, out your way. I honestly don't think it has anything to do with race, but the, the Michael Smith, the Jamil Hills, the Stephen A. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, what happens? What about they're gonna They're going to come out in force but in support of Deshaun Watson if he's found to be innocent and not having done anything other than maybe, maybe, Pay pay women to come and give him a massage that was in you know accompanied by a happy ending, which we will then get. It'll turn all the attention will turn directly to Robert Kraft, and they'll say, "Billionaire white guy gets it done, gets no off. big deal." 
young a- young black athlete gets it done, now it's the end of the world. And you know what everybody's going to do? Delta and American Airlines and Coca-Cola and, you know, FedEx and all these companies are going to go, ah, oh, you know what, you're right. This is wrong. We should support our black athletes. We should. And, 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 and the whole narrative will just suddenly start to change. That's what always happens. Mm, back shots. All the time. Or they'll leave them out to dry because it's good. It's what good. What was it with that crash that was going on that I had you dying for like three weeks? Dude, I don't was know. it the come again? Yeah, it was like Kim Kardashian coming her back thing. Yeah, was yeah, the yeah, again? The, uh, the, uh, the come Pratt. Yeah, thing. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but no, that was uh, it's unbelievable. Though. It's it's a it's a really ridiculous situation. I'm 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 eager to see how it plays out because I really want to see months. Because no matter what, it it could, but it, it doesn't. It's moving along quick though. That's the thing. Like they're, moved, they're flying through this. Yeah, because well, the, the, the the defense attorney is just literally letting it all fold out. What did, what did the article say? Like the updated forty minutes ago. Did it say like like where they're at? I don't even. They're, well, was, I think they're trying. Twenty two to... women. Twenty two women. All twenty two women have jumped on now. Yes, that's that's that the latest thing. But I, and now I think they're going to a judge because they're trying to get it to a jury. I think that's what they want. Mm, they want to. They want to mm, bring it to bring it bring the case. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how it works in in something like this. I'm... So at first it was 13 of the 22 came out. Yep, yep. And yep. then a 14th came, and now supposedly all 22. Uh, the all remaining, 22 the remaining oh, all case. Jesus Christ. And that's Deshaun Watson's Jesus defense. Keith, so right. all, 20 so all, UK, all 22 so all 22 UK. women are coming on the lawsuit. <laughs> don't look at me like that. That's terrible for you. Why, am I insensitive like you, you prick? I'm just trying to be my best dean impersonation over here, you know? Yeah, okay. Let's be as insensitive Insensitivity training by Sean B. Oh, my God. We're going to have to take insensitivity training because Sean can't. <laughs> because of Sean, of all the people. Just wants to fucking jump on. Do these women have any? Sarah, uh, I have no idea. We don't know. We, we have that's no the idea. Thing. We don't know what the evidence is, but that's why I think no, going so to No, so like trial... some of them like, oh, we have text messages to him apologizing. And shit. It's like, yeah, hey, I'm sorry, Bukaki'd up your nose. My bad. Like, yo, Jesus. Is, like, right. No, you, you, like, or you can just be saying like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, hey, like this. Hey, no, no, I, ready? I, I, like, I'm sorry it was rushed today. I had to go. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like he could be you saying, I'm sorry if Sarley had a 20 for a Or tip. he could like, literally just be saying, I'm sorry. I don't even know what I did. Like, I thought this was, I thought we were good. Thought we had an agreement. So it, will, they, it will come out if they have text. Well, no. Originally, it came out that one of the girls had uh, DMs from him apologizing. I think the uh, the end game here is going to be that the, let's just call it the Texans, want to see his personal dirty laundry aired out in the media for everyone to see. And they just want to embarrass him as much as they possibly can. And they're going to succeed in doing that. But th- what they're really not, what they don't realize is that, and this doesn't come as any surprise because the Texans, uh, organization is full blown, full retard. Um, full blown, full is that every single male at, uh, that is a fan of Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be like, dude, sweet bro. I wish I was you. I wish I could f- afford to fly twenty two different women into Houston over the course of a, the, of a year and a half. Do the Texans have any kind of contractual out if he breaks a law or goes or has like a crime committed or something like that? I wondered. That. Well, yeah, the contract becomes voidable. Like what happened with Michael Vick in Are Atlanta? Are you sure? Look what happened to Michael Vick in Atlanta. Uh, that was in the contract. If he's Michael found Vick. guilty, maybe, but it, I don't think there's. there's yeah, right, so he's found guilty and he right, can't perform his duties what, on the field what because happened of with that. Michael, what happened with Michael Vick though will also. That also set a precedent for what came for future contracts. Right. So, like, basically, the yeah, way yeah. that I think the, the the literature goes is if he gets convicted of a felony or something like that, he gets put in jail and he cannot perform his duties, the contract can become void. Oh, he void. performed his duties, I. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Bukaki. We, we saw. We, 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 heard about, we heard about the super Alabama black what? snake. 
doing yeah. its, doing its curvaceous nature. Okay. And it was like, Jesus. I'm just saying that the man is clearly talented. I'm sorry, from come the again. Down. Nope. Mm, yes, all up in your ass. Some, some of the stuff that you read about in the articles is like this is not physically possible, dude. I'm sorry, well, but if, if you're no. six feet away, if you're six feet away, one of them was like eight and a and half he's, feet and away. He's laying down. That's a shot, bro. I'm just saying that's a shot. Listen, man, that's like my... Guinness Book of World Record shit Listen, right there. Exactly. Like I, I've had some pretty long shots in my life. <laughs> Nothing beyond. Eight feet. Yeah, that's deep. like a golf shot, bro. Yeah, that's that's some like He's putting better than the guys on Sunday did. Yeah, that's that's uh that's some that's some talent. That's that's some that's some freaks of cock sh- Charles Haley shit. Like, Ludacris wow. and sit down wow. with some Cavassier double shots. Like, you know? oh <laughs> I mean, listen, like I like to I like to fancy myself a pretty big expert, but I mean I listen, I know my limitations, man. I I, I am a I'm a realistic Honest person with myself, and I understand that there are just some things I cannot do. Eight feet, that's, Bro, that's, that's out there. That's skill. That's well, out there. That's yeah. the length of this table. Oh, definitely plausible. Buddy. Am I am I standing like up there and shooting down? I mean, I'm just saying if you were just that's know, how massage tables work <laughs> on a downward angle. I mean, you know what? Maybe I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a little little measuring tape out here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna test for science. I'm never like, coming up here again to do a radio show. <laughs> nice, Joey's. <laughs> that's nice. Joey's gonna make. Sean, the, you're gonna come again. Yep. Joey's gonna, <laughs> Joey's gonna Joey's gonna reenact it with dolls up here. And Joey's gonna be like, and this is the trajectory. <laughs> it's gonna be like sports science, and you can see the yaw of my penis. No, in this it's one gonna be uh, three degrees to the left. It's gonna be like Seinfeld when they talk about the magic bullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The magic yeah. bullet, whatever it was. It's three times. So you have to measure from the base of the penis, from the base of the shaft, oh, Jesus Christ. to the tip, and get the proper angle, and then you have to and adjust then, for remember, yaw. Remember, right as about to happen, thrust. <laughs> <laughs> Always thrust. And some of the other stuff, too, to get away from the thrusting and the, uh, the shooting angles, the girl was like, I just didn't understand, like, what was going on? I'm like, you're a 20-something-year-old woman. You have no idea why this man has an erection and he's thrusting into the air. I don't know what happened. I was just cupping the balls, and all of a sudden it woke up. Like, some of this stuff is, like, incredibly, like, cringeworthy to read. I mean, it's awful, and, like, you really hope that he didn't rape any of these women. But some of the stuff you That's read is just, thing, like, like... you really hope, like, it's, like, it's actually... Oh, yeah, no, because if he did, it's like, oh, you a big piece of shit, man. Exactly. If he did, then, yeah, he's a fucking Skinner, and fuck him then. Like, at that point, like, you know what? I'll throw him off the fucking boat. Like, I don't give a shit, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt until he's had his day in court because <sighs> it's innocent until well, proven it's not guilty. Not even just that, but it seems so outrageous, the shit they're saying that you're like, wow. It is. Ugh. So you're going that way, huh? Mm, all right, deep end. Got it. Facts. So, Facts. um... I, I think we can probably wrap it up there. Wrap it up, box. You, you don't want to. You don't want to talk about. Wrap it up. You don't want to talk about DMX. Ooh. Uh, we My should. Dog we fight. Call, unfortunately, we called it last Tuesday. We did. As we have the yeah, we said rest in peace, DMX, mm-hmm. and it was like literally twenty four hours later, and it was just like. No, it was Friday morning. It was Friday. Well, was it? Yeah, I mean, Friday, well, well, it was Thursday. Thursday but, night. It it it, which it was broke. Thursday, Thursday night. it leaked. Friday it was. It leaked Thursday true. because The Rock tweeted out. Just heard about DMX, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then three minutes later, his manager came out and was like, no, he's not, he's not dead, dead da, yet. Da, da, da. Which just means the scramble to get his finances. He's dead, but we order. need to get his affairs in order before we announce it. And then Friday morning at like 9 a.m. or whatever it yeah. was, it, they or 10 a.m., they announced it that uh, DMX had passed away. Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX, one of my top Doc five all time favorite rappers, um, was one of the first rappers I actually ever really loved. And uh, it was, 
that this one, you know, it 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 hit a little harder than uh, than most celebrity deaths. Not because I, I was upset because it's a celebrity or it's somebody I had had a bond to. No, nothing just like that. brought you back to a certain uh, era of not your even life. just that, but I'm just really disappointed that we didn't get to see the second chapter of DMX's life, which was Earl Simmons, the pastor. Mm. Uh, because I would have gone to that church every single fucking Sunday. I mean, to that was to DMX his preach. dream. But then you know, drugs came yeah, into play. Yeah, and that's and that's like the really tragic part of all of it. It's like you saw it coming. You oh, saw it coming years ago, and you're like, Jesus, man, get better. And he'd want to go to rehab. Remember when he did the Rudolph the Red Nose Red Nose Reindeer? Absolutely. He was bro, like you, straight out of prison. You see in him, rehab. and you're like, damn, bro. Like, he was in and out of prison. You go dash and dance up. Yeah. He was in and out of prison for a while. Banging on the table and shit. And he had he had a lot of he had, obviously he had a lot of problems. Uh, you know, in terms of with, struggled with addiction for a long time, and it's it's really sad. Uh, when anybody struggles with addiction, and I keep seeing, you know, and the other thing, I see these people they keep posting like, "Oh, y'all out here saying uh, R.I.P. D.M.X. and showing him love," and you know, why don't you show the same junkie that lives down the street from you the same love? It's like, bruh, first of all, like I don't know that guy, and he probably stole my bike at one point. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sorry, but I'm not. You gonna hear show... stories of like DMX like buying cigarettes for people and shit. When he sees yeah, them out, like, like honestly, like I, I don't know, like every if I felt as bad for every random junkie that died in the city of New Bedford as I did for it, like about DMX, which I didn't really feel that bad. It was just like no, it's just kind of like that sucks. Damn, man, like yeah. I love that. You know what? I'm gonna listen to it right now just because I'm going to. Yeah. What so, about, what did... about the game? You didn't hear that you see the game tweeted out? No, I did not. The no. game, the game, for whatever reason, fucking tweeted out. Oh, I, you all better start showing me some respect. I don't want to see the same shit about me after I'm dead. It's like, what? Like he was, he's upset that people are putting like R.I.P. D.M.X. And he's like, no one was doing this before he was dead. Are you well, sure like, it was him? The was game it, was it an authentic tweet. Are yeah, you sure? Unless someone photoshopped the shit out of it. It seems like, it it seems like something been. the game would say. Possibly. He says weird ass Possibly. shit. The game came out what? Fucking two albums. Sit down. No, that's right. Nah, I mean. Game's nice, dude. Back, way back when? Not anymore. Are we going to compare him to DMX? No. Uh, nah, well, no. Was... No. 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 Two albums. Mostly featured people. Hold on, Jerry. DMX. X was, X was, X X put X was out a three level, albums bro. in a year and a half span. Do you know that uh, as of, I think it was last Tuesday, DMX's uh, his streaming yeah. on, uh, on all streaming services oh, was through the roof increased 954%. He went from like, like, a barely mention. I think like bit like like eight hundred thousand stream like a, a day, to like nine point eight million a day. Like it it and I've gotten a thousand Snapchats from a thousand people. You just listening to just DMX. being like, listen, it's all it's X all day today. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, I was cleaning I, my house with it on all day, bro. All I, day. I went to the gym today, and I, I've told you guys this, and I, maybe some other people have listened. Like I've been in a rut in a funk with with the gym now for like a year and a half, two years, like. I haven't been able to, like, kind of, like, shake this just, like, I just go and I just kind of go through the motions. I'll go to the gym and I'll put on a podcast instead of listening to music like I used to. I don't lift, like, angry anymore. Because yeah. you miss that, Doc, man. X in your life. I was, I, I've been trying, I've been searching to get back to that. I've been trying to find whatever it was that made me want to do that. And I've been searching for it. And then I, I went in today and I hit just like a shuffle on my liked songs, every song I liked, and it just went on a run of like four DMX songs in a row. And I lifted and as like, angry and heavy as I've lifted in, in ages, and I was like, there it is. There it is. And I and I even told my buddy as I was leaving, I'm like, bro, I, I think I found it. I think I'm I think I'm back 
to like I'm like this close to making this my religion again. He's like, yeah, man, you fucking smashed a mirror like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like it, it's that I, I was I, I I often joked about DMX being the best lifting partner I ever had. Look, and it was it, and it wasn't really a joke, but he was the best lifting partner I never met. Guy, think about this when when we were younger and like I mean I could go back to like basketball DYAA like seasons when we were like 14, 15 years old. Yeah, what would we listen to in our headphones? Fucking DMX. We're sitting there before shoot-arounds. We're just like, all right, I'm going to kill this dude today. Yep, ain't nobody stopping me. I'm dropping 40. Shut him down. <laughs> open up a shot. Then you go yeah, out and you, you like, break the next, like, five shots. Yeah, know? but who cares? In your mind, you're like, I'm still going to get it. didn't matter. I'm still going to get it. And you're like, yeah, that's right, bitch. And they're like, people but dude, are like, literally, that was like, that was like hype songs. Like, legit, you'd just be listening. You'd be like, oh, I'm in the fucking zone now. Good luck. Like, I could literally, I, le- I remember when I was, uh, when I was, when I was training for the, uh, for the Mass State Police uh, PT test, like, I had the prayer inserted into one of my like playlists when I was running. So in the middle I'd be middle of me running, all of a sudden like the prayer would kick in and it was like like Lord give me the strength and I'm just like I'm gonna fucking run. Like, give me the strength that ain't to finish just run. Yeah and I'm like I'm going. I'm fucking going get into the fort and get back. Fuck. like it was like it, but it was he made some of the most angry, awesome bangers of all time. He was he's in my top five. Like my top four rappers that will never will never move were X, Jeezy, Styles, and Jada. Like those are my top four that oh, will Jada. never Jada's so good. that will never be edged off that. T- now five, like then it starts getting murky. Then you start getting into like the Snoops, the Dre's, the See, M's, I, the Biggies. I, I, I love Nas. Nas is in there. Like there's so many guys that like kind of can fill that fifth role depending on my mood. Like Buck Fifty. Well, it's just the story. Any of the G Unit guys. I, I always put Nas a level above just because the stories he tells is just ridiculous. I mean, I, like like Buck was my favorite. F- G unit guy, G-unit, yeah. so maybe like he would fill that fifth role. But then again, I'm like, ah, get rich or die trying, shit. Like that was. Like, I feel like Buck like started like so late. Like I feel like he was like the lost member of G unit. Well, no, was, that was Tony was, Ayo, he bro. Was the South, that's why he no, came on. He came on late. No, he didn't. Young Buck wasn't there was right he? away. Yes, he was. He, in prison when the he was on the first album. The only guy that wasn't there was Yayo because he was in prison. Oh, I had that backwards. I thought Buck was in prison. The I original G unit was Buck Banks and and yeah, and but 50. I thought he went to prison like right away. No. Buck's got mad shit out. It was Tony Tony Yayo was in prison. I love Lloyd. I like Lloyd. I like Lloyd. Remember when Buck said on the on the album, "I hope, I hope, I hope Yayo watching us at the Grammys." He was like, "Eminem performing on stage at the Grammys. Hope Yayo watching from prison." Whatever he said, like, in uh, in uh, let me in. Like, oh shit, he's back in. He's back in jail right now. Yeah, probably. I mean, no, he is. (laughs) No, he is. But no, that was. But those. But that was the thing. Like, but but. X is always one of the guys in my top four because no matter what you put on by DMX, I could fuck with it. It was just one of those guys that hit you in a different way. All right. What was your favorite CD? <sighs> Probably Flesh of My Flesh. I told you the one that he was like coming out of blood in the cover. It was like white and red. Flesh of My Flesh. Grand right, Champ is up there for me too, though. Dude, I fucking suck at naming like Honestly, and then I loved and then there was X. And, and, then, and I know. I they're they're all good. X. I really don't know if I have an actual favorite X album. Because every single one, I feel like there's three or four songs in each one where I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, all right. All right. So I'll put it this way. It's dark and hell is hot. There's no skipping. You just start it and you end it. And yeah. Flesh on my flesh, blah, blah, blah. But there was a couple that you could skip through. Some of the slower um, shit. And then there was X. The Again, one that, like the one that he did with Faith Evans that everybody loves. It was not nah, really, I didn't really like it. No, I'm but like, and, then, and then there was X. Didn't really have to skip any. Nah. That was that was another one that you just started. And then there was X. And then there was X again. Yeah, right. I, I think we might have and then And then Grand Champ was great but there was a few that you could skip around i honestly even like the great depression 
Great Depression was Great Depression good. Was, that's low key like a banging was CD. That his last one? Nah, no, no. No. He did so many more with Bloodline after that, but yeah. that was his last like good one. That was where the hood, where the hood, where the hood yeah. at. Blood, uh, Bloodline Anthem is one of my low key favorite songs. We may have to split the Young Buck thing because he went to jail in 04, 2011, 2016, and 2020. Right, but he, but he put out the albums. He put out the G Unit album. Which year, which year did that, uh, the one that came out with like the. For 03, end of 03. So he went to jail like immediately. So like, after I'm that. thinking Young Buck when, when, the when Kill Bill came, came out, out was when Young Buck did the Bang Bang, I'll Shoot You Now. That was his first album. That was, like well, was 2004. That was the spring of 04. That was his first album. That was his first album. Spring of 04. Yeah, then he went to jail immediately after that. Right, and then he came out, and then by 06, he had already Actually, come out. I thought he was in jail when he made the album. He I had so get, too. He had get I thought he was in jail when he made the album. Well, the album was already made. He can't make the album in jail. He was already in jail. Lil Wayne did. So did fucking a few people. But he rhymed everything with the N-word, so he's this is good. True. This is true. I'd have to look it up. I'd have to go back. I don't know. I need my brother to set me straight on that shit. Like, either either my brother or Keith Emerald. Those are the only two people I trust when it comes to hip-hop dude, history. Dude, I was just shocked just not looking up Young uh, Young Bucks, like, arrest record. I was like, dude, he's in jail every three That's years. That's called a rap sheet, sir. Yes. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I just Googled it. Oh, of course you don't give a shit. You're an insensitive bastard. Fuck off. Wow, really? Yes. Least, and that's know, how we end the show. Uh, <laughs> Keith just ends it with a fucking reverse dung. I give you, give you credit. You kept it consistent all night. Uh, we were going to get into the Minnesota Twins and the Boston Red Sox postponing their game, uh, but we'll we'll save that for another night. Uh, we'll oh. save that for next Tuesday uh, because obviously they, uh, you know, they had to postpone it. Because... Yeah, we'll save it for next Tuesday when there is no show. <laughs> uh, no, we'll, we'll have a show next Tuesday. I'm not going to be here. I'm in the Cape. Oh, oh that's, that's right. That's right. right, right, right. Okay. okay. Yeah, week. So we meet Sean. So we'll we'll be I thought, here. Two weeks from now. I thought... Two oh, weeks from tonight, oh, we will not have a show. Two weeks. We will not have a show two but weeks we, from tonight no, because... I, I thought, you know... I, I Listen, I gotta I gotta get it done. That I, gotta, was, I, I thought that was the next week's plan. No, I, no, I gotta no. do what I gotta do. It's just... It's gonna have to happen. We I can't skip a show. We can't skip... We can't take do. two weeks off. Let's take two years off. Damn, son. I think that would be quitting. <laughs> no, Damn, I said son. just two years. Just, I mean, we, used to just, take, we did used to take just the 104 off. weeks. We it. did used to take the summer off, but we're not doing that anymore because we got too much shit to talk about. We're kind of too big now. My so, knees, my knees hurt. fuck you. All right, uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Joey Fats, Radio Row One, Seat One. I am Joey Fats. With me as always, darkness and, and the Mr. insensitive bastard. Hey, thanks, the guys. insensitive bastard, Sean Betancourt. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night. Sean and really I, just me and Sean. Keith will be on the Cape on vacation. And, uh, I might call in. You never know. Who knows? We'll get to it. We'll be. It'll be our final draft preview before the draft. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll obviously keep you abreast and everything else that's going on as abreast. well. Uh, be sure it's to check out Roll1Seat1.com. Sean's got a great Julian Edelman article coming up uh, in, a, in addition yeah. to a bunch of other stuff uh, that we're going to be posting over the next couple of days. So we'll be, uh, we, we, we apologize. We've been slacking a little bit on that. But, uh, you we'll get to you. We will. We promise we haven't forgot. So uh, thank you very much for joining us. Make sure you like and share. Don't forget to uh, check us out on Spotify. Uh, in about uh, one hour's time, this show should be up and live, ready for you to listen to and distribute to all of your friends and family. Uh, peace out, everybody. We will uh, peace. catch you next week. Adios. Peace.